Mr. Franchise Podcast, the show where each week I, Mr. Franchise, a.k.a. Chris Johnson, invite our fellow film lovers to discuss, rate, and review your favorite film series, remakes, reboots, and all that jazz, baby. Before we hop into this week's review, I'll remind you that we're counting down to a co-host joining the show. This is three, then we got two, then we got one, and then we got Dan Ferrari. Join on permanently sometime in November, let's say early November. Next week's app on that note will be a little late because I'll be hiding out on an island off the coast of Vancouver. But there will be one coming, and stick around till the end to hear what that'll be. If you dig the show, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, uh, Twitter at MrFranchisePod, and on Instagram at ShoreLoser. Give us a follow, like, or subscribe on your podcast app at Choice great way to support the show and there will be a patreon with an exclusive one once a month episode for uh yeah for those of you who do subscribe we'll be doing some non-franchise favorites but some classic movies we got a couple in the bank excited to unleash those dirty dogs on your ears and with that i give you ferris bueller's day off what is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Well, why should he get to skip school when everybody else has to go? Syphilitic meningitis. He never gets caught. This guy in my biology class said that if Ferris dies, he's giving his eyes to Stevie Wonder. Well, he's very popular, Ed. I recall Central Park in fall. Ferris Bueller, do you know him? Yeah, he's getting me out of summer school. They think he's a righteous dude. Think you'll be alive this weekend? I can see him denying popular beliefs, setting off on some impossible mission. It jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. He does whatever he wants. You know, as long as I've known him, everything works for him. Whatever he wants. He's very cool. And he never gets nailed. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. <laughs> oh, Matthew Broderick just l- left the studio as see I walked Matt. in. <laughs> see you later, Matt. Uh, we're talking 1986's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, written and directed by the OG teen understanding man himself, John Hughes. Yeah, classic. I've got uh, my Breakfast Club uh, podcasters here with yeah. me to discuss it, and I'll let them introduce themselves from left to right. It is I, Carson, back again. And myself for the first time, Spencer. All right. Mm. A.K.A. Seaside, first time <laughs> on the show, but a listener from way back, from 
what I hear on the streets. That's right. <laughs> That's very true. Glad we could get you out for a fantastic place movie. to be here. One Thank of the best franchises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there was a show. Yeah, exactly. It blew your guys' mind letting you know there was a TV show. I watched an episode this morning. It starts off... <laughs> I may as well get this out of the way yeah, before please. we get into the movie. Because it starts off with him basically being like, So... Ferris Bueller, they made this movie based off me. Really? Yeah. And he's like, Matthew Broderick, that guy, like, he's like, nowhere near as cool as me. Uses a chainsaw to, like, cut a cardboard cutout of Broderick in half. Wow. And Ferris Bueller's just a straight up asshole in the show. Like, and what year did this come out? Uh, 1990. So four years after the movie. Yeah, he just dumps on the movie. Yeah, they almost did like a Scream Three, like this. That was a movie with actors. I'm the real one. But then he's like, "Oh, it's my first year in high school. Jeannie's already in high school. Only good actress in this show. Mm. Jennifer Aniston is Jeannie. Um, but like, she's like a senior in high school, and it's his first year. He's not dating Simone, or not dating Sloane, even though it's." After, like this takes place after the movie uh, yeah. was made ostensibly Sloane is it's like her first day at school and he's like oh, oh I'm she will be mine and it's like so John Hughes can see the future yeah like, really yeah. that movie's based about me and that girl doesn't exist but here she yeah. is yeah. sort of prequel post sequel something yeah, yeah. so like in the weird. first like five minutes it's contradicting itself in weird ways don't tell me her name is Sloan <laughs> yeah oh wow yeah they <laughs> steal the names for everyone and Yikes. his parents are just idiots Cam- like, so they, have, they have Cameron in it and everyone they have all the characters uh yeah Cameron's you in probably it. get to meet his dad maybe y- yeah or no probably you, sucks no you don't see his dad in the oh, first good. ep but like yeah, but it, it lasted was, a season. It was baffling. Like, the principal was the only other good actor who was, like, he was probably on, like, some episodes of Home Improvement. He's, like, a classic, like, TV <laughs> dude. Hour? Like, kind of balding with a oh, mustache. Yeah. Okay. Um, some character actor you recognize, but no one knows the name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pull up a photo of him. Um, trying to think. Oh, yeah, Richard Rally or, or, yeah, this... This old man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen him in things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He kind of looks like um, what Bill Murray's brother. Yes. yes. He kind of looks like Brian like Doyle. Doyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a kind of furrier. <laughs> furrier Doyle. Yeah, he, this guy, he was in Office Space, Free Willy, oh, yeah. Glory the Fugitive. And that was the principal? Yeah, in oh. the TV show. So Weird. he was like the only other good one. But but did he have child porn? I'm sorry. Tease for what's coming up next. You don't one have, of you these have... guys is a monster. Yeah. You <laughs> but... have no idea how I, that tear, that tore my heart into two. Because I used to love that guy. Yeah, I like uh, it, all he, his Tim Burton yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's in this. nothing but great 80s yeah. movies. Like I'd say the only... And he's in... Uh, one Beetlejuice? of my favorites. Yep. He's in uh, Howard the Duck. That like no, he's in that uh, uh, Wendigo movie with Guy Pierce and um, Robert Carlyle. Oh, the like I've heard old. Of that. It's like a frontier American uh, oh. cannibal movie. Come Ravenous. On. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I know you know what it's <laughs> called. Jesus. Yeah, he's in that too, and he's like very Tim Burton in that. He's in How High. 
Um, and Stuart Little. Yeah. Are you watching Stuart Little? Before <laughs> I uncle or something. Before I put the Ferris the Bueller pest. show to de- to bed, I'll play you a little bit of the uh, intro theme here. He's an um, house guest. Okay. Very nineties. Oh wow, that's cool. Oh my god, it's a cloud and he's just dancing around. Yeah. He's just with a white fucking blazer on red shirt. Just oh. like risky business oh, slide no. in front of clouds on a green he screen. Just elbowed the name away. Yeah. Just oh, reeled up Jennifer oh. Aniston's name like a fishing line. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a front to the senses. Oh, you sat on that name. <laughs> yeah. Just wrote away on the name. And oh, it's like did the same thing. All the fun of Ferris Bueller is gone. He's just like stealing things from people, being a dick. Like, he's just a bad dude. <laughs> I don't like him one bit. Never wrote that. Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah. Especially for trying to dunk so hard on this classic, but. Yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Great movie. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this on DVD. Oh, the, yeah. The trailers. I was like, okay, this is very in line with the type of movie I'm watching. Yeah. Airplane, Tommy Boy, then Elizabethtown. I was like, that's not the slapstick <laughs> <laughs> fun yeah. time. I was like, get that corn out of my face. That but, uh, Kirsten Dunst and Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. 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 I was like, no, that's not getting me in the mood for Ferris. <laughs> yeah. So, skipped through Elizabethtown and got the movie rolling. But yeah, we open on Sick Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Matthew We've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. The oh. Mom, I'm sick. I can't go to school. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but did any of us have that automated like, no. bed system to fool everyone? Yeah, he was... Even, but the, yeah, even the, the his hand was out. Is it? Can you tell that that <laughs> not a real hand? Out? Like the it's like looking out. at him. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's one of my things. Like this movie, it's like Hughes is a classic. I've only seen a couple of Hughes movies, and I remember this movie was ton on tons when I was a kid. So I'd always watch it. So I've seen it a bunch, but I would never pick to watch this movie. Like I would. I don't know why. Just like I like scary I, yeah. movies or like you know aliens and laser beams or wizards. Like I like that kind of stuff. But I'm slowly learning that you can have like a normal nice movie and it can still be entertaining. Because I watched this kind of looking for things like why why do I have this feeling and I couldn't really find anything wrong with this movie. There's like two things and they're like you can argue about it if it's actually can piss you off. But it's like. This is a great movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Wants to make you feel good and yeah, succeed. And it, it's so got the feel. classic cues, kind of like through the kids, young generation's eyes, and all the parents and adults are kind of like these stick figures that don't like really know what's going on. And much like in this movie, the parents in it, complete dumbos, <laughs> and all the adults yeah. are kind of like what, and they don't like really know what's going on. Yeah. It's the kids look, it's classic Hughes vibes, and uh, it holds up. I just watched it this morning, and it was. I'm yeah. looking for things to be bad, mad about, but it was I couldn't. It's just a pleasure. Yeah, it's, it's very much it's very classic Hughes in that the conflict is very <laughs> like it's a it's a kids conflict. Like, yeah. It's not something that would that would really bother adults that much, but it's like the whole world mm-hmm. to the kids, and yeah. that's what sort of brings it down a little bit. Yeah, so. and the, but even the whole like Cameron thing and that like that hit me too, and I was, I was like, yeah, I like this kid, and I yeah. like to and the he sister. says some real shit too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. oh yeah, yeah, and like nice. Hughes is great at like. 
speaking, delivering real dialogue. Yeah, speaking and, for like, the young generation stuff. Yeah. 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 So he like I feel like they get all these characters across so well in like the first minute you like yeah. understand the relationship between Ferris and Genie. Yeah. And he's all kind of, and he's all like, even like he's acting sick at the beginning and he's all like oh you're like he's guys overplaying it but the mom and dad like oh no sweetie and Genie's like this comes is in and he, but he even like looks at her and like winks like come on I'm trying to trick him <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like licking his palms yeah, yeah. sister's <clears throat> pissed yeah, she's <laughs> jealous <laughs> yeah uh, it's some good. Some good fun, fun little antics like him and his sister having the beef, and then the spoiler, her like savior at the end, and they're like, ah, they're family. That's classic yeah. sibling. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like I'll help you when you really need it. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. What What's crazy to me is how well the characters came across the main three despite their age gap. So, so Mia Sarah yeah. was like eighteen, I think. Yeah, I, oh, I wow. think she might have been Sloan, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 So, it's so like so seventeen or eighteen. And then uh, Matthew Broderick was uh, was twenty three, and then Alan Ruck was like twenty nine. Yeah, like wow. he was old. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. comparatively, Asian. comparatively, yeah. Yeah. and but they all came across very much like on age. It, it was very very cool. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. It felt like a natural trio. And Alan Ruck is so fucking yeah. good oh, yeah. And it's funny that you say that cuz Sloane was probably the most mature one. <laughs> He's actually the youngest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. The oldest guy was like crazy in his head. Yeah. But... I think yeah, I think John Hughes was even like looking for yeah. someone like more mature and he was like, "Well, I'm glad we found you because like I don't yeah. think like a a younger girl could play this part and then she was like oh I'm like super young and he was like what? <laughs> yeah and, I, and this is one of my like first like ever seeing like I didn't even know you could do this it's like breaking the fourth wall I'm looking at the camera and being like this is what's going on I'm this guy it's like whoa you can do that and I'm sure like a lot of shows and stuff in the 90s like kind of fed off that like I well, feel like Hughes a lot of even did it two more times with Home Alone yeah it's just like, like and it's like at this oh. point it seems kind of derivative but then it yeah. was like I mean not revolutionary but it, it, yeah, was, it was it was interesting and it even was... pulling it off and being like whoa and not taking you out of it and kind of almost like putting you more into it yeah. and you, I don't know I just like, I remember that's the first time I've ever seen that I, yeah. stuck with me I can't think of any other movies where it works besides this and Home exactly. Alone exactly like, and I, I like how the way that time doesn't freeze in the background like stuff's still going on around him yeah when, yeah when, but like it's like it's not some like magical time freeze thing. Yeah. It's just this storytelling like yeah, I do technique. like that. And they're kind of doing their own thing. He's still talking, and everyone's just acting normal like he's not actually talking to a camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And then they'll talk. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Take like certain style, but nailed it for sure. Yeah. And this character is like such a weird vibe of character. Like he's up to so much mischief, but mm. you have to be on his side. And I feel like Matthew Broderick is like. One yeah. of the few people who could have done this, like especially watching the show, I was like, this character could be a fucking yeah. creep. He so could just be like a sociopath. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> this is a classic scumbag. example of like it had to be Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Yeah. It had to be Matthew Broderick in this role. It's like it yeah. had to be yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme in Time Cop. Yeah, which Sloane is in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we just rewatched that. Yeah. <laughs> the movie holds up. Baby. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be a different different podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, that's, this was Broderick's, I think, breakthrough role. I think they've got him 
pretty yeah. much everything else. Yeah, because he's been in some shit, but I feel like even to this day, this is like the Matthew Broderick yeah. movie. I think so. Yeah. Except for the Godzilla fans out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're few and far between. And it is definitely the, the Alan Ruck movie. Like, I, yeah, he was sure. Like, yeah. some he was like a parent in something. Like uh, the cheaper by the dozen two or something. <laughs> he's, he's got, got a little He's got a, a bunch great of filmography. Does he's, he really? He's one of the oh. people on the bus in Speed. Speed, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, but he's like a great like sneaky side dude in a ton of shit. But like, yeah, I think that's his like what he does. Um, sneaky side dudes. He was in one other yeah, thing too. He's in never... Star Trek Generations. Okay, uh, yeah. I've seen that. To be yeah. honest, yeah. Oh man, he's there with Twister. A... Oh, oh man, he's part of one of the crews. Okay. Wow. He's part of one of the crews. Uh, he's on Succession now. He was in Young Guns too. <laughs> yeah. Rock. Pretty much your side oh, man. He was in The Happening. Yeah. And Cheaper by the Dozen. There you go. Okay, I knew it was. There you go. I remember I was at a Comic-Con one year, and he was there, and he was just kind of sitting there, and I was like, oh, I want to go say hi to him. But I didn't have money. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to go sit 60 bucks say hi to this guy. I'm like, because he, he kind of looked a little like upset. <laughs> no, the line. Who? Yeah. Anyway. wants to see Worf. Yeah. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. We love yeah. him. One of the best supporting actor roles. Exactly. Like, One day you'll yeah. get to play Edward Orn's brother. <laughs> it's meant to be. <laughs> that would, wow. That would, that would that, be wow. perfect. Yeah. Face yeah. made for. <laughs> yes. I tell you. Wow. <laughs> wow, you just tell this old piece to me. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Build the movie around that. Yeah. It's going to cross over with my other podcast, Mr. Faces. <laughs> People that look alike. It should be brothers and sisters in movies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> what is started on Jackie Channing Tatum? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so right off the bat, he drops like one of the key lines of the movie: "Life moves fast. If you don't stop and look around, you can miss it." Mm-hmm. Boom, bam, bam. Yeah, great, great writing. True, like that. So I was like trying to find things I hate about movies. Like that's kind of the thing I live by. Like I don't try to take things too seriously, and then work is kind of just work, and I. Try to leave it at home. Try to like have fun and do things, and which is a great just like, you know, saying for anyone. Be like, yeah, you know, maybe I should chill out and not buy all the toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, yeah, we're recording in the heart of Myths, coronavirus. People, thousands I mean, of times. This episode will probably be out in twenty twenty four. There are life cell wipes beside me. I mean, yeah. that's clearly a gold mine. That's eighty right bucks right there. eBay. Uh, we're that's all just between sentences, cleansing our mouths with alcohol. Yeah. Uh, and I have allergies, so people hate me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you're patient zero. Yeah, but then we cut to a. This is a classic line. Or when he's at school and he's naming all these names, and this Ben Stein, yeah, Ben. When Ben signs money, yeah, that was a I great that show. show. Oh, yeah, man, they put the guy in the sound booth. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone would get to like, yeah. you're going to a trauma horror movie <laughs> yeah. set. It's the prize. It was like yeah. the weirdest I shit, guess but he's I liked also it. Just a really smart guy, or they just yeah, wrote he was an economist for Nixon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he worked in the White House. Yeah, his voice. Yeah, it's like a classic. When I think of this movie, I think of that, and I think of oh yeah. <laughs> and that song had been out previously for oh, yeah. years or something like that. But then they put it in this movie, and, and then everyone boom. was like, "Oh, it's kind of like the Wayne's World fucking Queen song. Like they yeah. just put it in, and people in Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, 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 bam, bam, boom. Yeah, that's a history when you, was made. <laughs> yeah, when you think of Bueller, that song is in your head. <laughs> 
Great song. I mean, it's, yeah. it's that song and that coat with like the leopard print yeah, and the yeah. sleeves and the, like, the uh, cardigan yeah. vest yeah. thing too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great clothes. Bro, all the clothes oh, are great. Yeah. Even the Detroit jerseys. That was an actual game worn Gordy Howe jersey. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know where it is. I got the Ferris Bueller uh, DVD that like I took the throughout most of my DVD boxes, but the box came with a DVD box. Uh, it's a sweater vest nice. that wow. you put over it. That's the print. Wow! Uh, yeah, so I have a little, I have a little vest somewhere. Get a doll perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Or a cat. Oh, yeah. Where's Doug? Yeah. Look out, Doug. Yeah, oh, Doug will, Doug will fuck you up if you try to put a vest on. <laughs> Doug, you don't play that. So we got the idea that Beeler's obviously faking that he's sick. Which every kid can relate to, um, and he calls like Cam, and he's actually sick in bed. Oh, and he's like, "Get up, come on!" He's sick. Yeah, he's he like he's hypochondriac. He's mentally sick, yeah. <laughs> emotionally sick. And I like just seeing him play his buddy. Like yeah. he knows all his moves. He's, he's like, like, "No, this is happening. You're coming." Like, yeah. Even when he's in the car, he's like, "He's gonna keep calling me. Yeah. He's gonna make me feel guilty for it." He's like, "Fuck!" And I love when he like Ferris hangs up, and he's like. I'm dying. Ferris calls back. You're not dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like immediately a classic friend duo. And then like when he's in the shower, I was laughing so hard with the eye cover. I was like, I was yeah. like, it doesn't make sense, but I love it. And that was prime, like uh, just like nailing all these little tidbits. Like, and this was breaking the fourth wall. He's like talking to you, and then he cuts. He's in the and shower. He's got a mohawk. Coming oh, up yeah, on yeah, the yeah. screen. It's like all these stuff. teeny little things besides. The character that are going on around this every like scene, which is like makes it like so much better. It's well, like, and so many of those things have become iconic. Like you talk yeah. about that shower mohawk. Like there's so many movies yeah. that have done that since. Like yeah. I can think of like Easy A did that. <laughs> the uh, best. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a whole song in the shower, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which the uh, Jeffrey guy is in. He's oh, the main villain yes. in the best. Oh. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones, it's as I said yet. before we recorded, R.I.P. It's not he's dead, dead to but us. yeah, he's dead, <laughs> dead to mankind. He got caught with child porn, and I seriously loved this guy as a kid. Yeah, I heard that news and I was mourning. Like, Stay Tuned is a classic movie. I think the parents get like sucked into a TV, like bizarro TV show that's like yeah, you have to win this or you die. Is this a franchise? Like, I hope yeah, so. I... And Mom and Dad saved the world or something. He's the main dad in it. It's like. This guy's in so many golden 80s movies. Howard the Duck. Like, yeah. shitty, weird movies like that that only certain people know and love. And then he got caught with a bunch of child porn yeah. on his computer. I and now like my heart is torn. It's the same dilemma I have with uh, going back to the Naked Gun movies because I love them. But I'm like, yeah. I have to separate Nordberg as a separate person from O.J. O. O. Simpson. Because yeah. I'm yeah. like... Because he was one of the best sidekicks in yeah. that show. <laughs> they murdered it's, someone. It's still fun to watch because most of the humor is about him getting, like, fucked up. Like, yeah. he was stepping a bear trap and, like, but his he, face will hit a wedding that. cake. That's weird because I would rather watch that than like watch this guy. <laughs> I feel even like though murder, this guy is what's in, worse? This guy's in way yeah. more classic movies, and I'd say yeah. like those are both like equally the worst things. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's why you yeah. never see him again. Like Amadeus, that's another good old movie. He's in that too. He's like he's in almost yeah. Jeffrey Jones. Great yeah. that's movie. why he got cast in this. Actually, yeah. John Hughes was like, "This is like the modern version of that character." <laughs> Yeah, and he kills it in this movie. He's yeah. like the best villain. Oh, he's great. Villain in this oh, movie. With the, the shoe and the dog walk later yeah. on. But 
Oh, it is like... true. And, and like the audience likes to see him get his butt whooped. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to that secretary lady. Or this, oh, she, she was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. She was great. like best in show, like yeah. that kind of like just awkward, calm, funny. It was so good. Yeah, the, she's like pulling the pencils out of her hair. Yeah, <laughs> very so Christopher good. Guest kind of style yeah. character. It was great. And uh, when Ben Stein was doing attendance, did you notice the girl uh, who knows where oh. Ferris is? Like, she's like, my best friend's oh, sister's yeah. boyfriend. Oh, is that Ferris. someone? That's the OG Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow, from the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. I remember liking, like, this girl. I like this girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love that Buffy movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, damn, I might have to bump is that, that up across the franchise. Is that across the universe? Cute. That's it's <laughs> is that, the same that, that is Buffy wow. the Empire. Is that Buffy? <laughs> That'd be fucking nuts. I like this theory. Yeah. It's better the than the John like, Hughes Joss Whedon universe yeah. joins together. It's just the vampires in Shermer, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> vampires in angst. Yeah. Well, still one of my favorite Shermer, Illinois shoutouts is in um, Dogma when Jay and Silent Bob are going back to New Jersey because like they went to Illinois looking for Shermer but realized it was a fake city Ooh, Chris Rock even's in that too yeah. right great movie I actually watched that recently because I watched the new Jane Silent Bob and I watched yeah. Dogma because I was like oh, I want to watch something good I still gotta see that new Jane Bob but yeah, yeah it's fun excited. I guess yeah. if you love good characters it'll be fun for you yeah. but anyway Ferris Bueller yeah. <laughs> Oh, can we quickly go back to his bedroom and all of the apparatus he oh, had yeah. in there? I so, did love his bedroom. It's like filled. Oh, it's amazing! Like you could pause it and just look and find things for like mm-hmm. an hour. It's like it just it's just full of like eighties references. And even yeah. every time you see it again, you're like oh, you didn't notice that. You and see like, something else. It's like oh yeah, they're setting up. He likes baseball. It's so. very rewatchable. Yeah, but the thing that. So you know how he gets in the argument with his his, his sister about like the, the car, like how she got a car for her birthday and he, he got, got a computer. computer. Yeah. Uh, but he also has a th- synthesizer in his bedroom. Yeah, he does. That at the time, cost something like eight thousand dollars. It was like three times as much as like her car would have cost. Yeah. And, but they just so they lost were well over. off. The oh yeah, yeah. Are doing well. Oh clearly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just funny how that is just like. It not even mentioned. It's just in the background yeah. there. There's just incredibly expensive pieces of equipment. It's just yeah, in there. Well, he got a computer too, and he hacked into the high school and changed his like absence attendance mm. so which, to two, which is a very like war games thing yeah. kind of too yeah. as well. Which is like Roger Chad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather have a computer that can do that. <laughs> and there's a poster up for um, the band that does "Don't You Forget About Me" for right. Ooh, Breakfast exactly. Club in there nice. as well. Ooh, a little so, Breakfast Club yeah, shout out. Well, huge shout out. That's actually the only other Hughes movie that I've seen. I, You've seen Home Alone. I've seen Home Alone, yeah. yeah. But yeah. like directed, like yeah. all him. No Sixteen yeah. Candles or... I've, no, You've seen Uncle so. Buck, haven't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. I saw half of that at Christmas this year and I was like... That's, that's Christmas movie. Okay. I'm doing that for Christmas next, Mr. Franchise Christmas. John Candy, that's one of yeah. his best, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well done. I mean, no one, let's not go there. Back to <laughs> Candy's a great man, but... Yeah. Anywho. Anyway, <laughs> secretly, I'm a huge fan. I didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, I, I snuck up on you. Uh, he might have done The Great Outdoors as well. Yeah, and oh, yeah that's I, a good I one. And did, yeah. planes, really? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Wow. He, I think he wrote Planes, Trains, yeah. and Automobiles, but didn't direct it. Yeah, and he, he was wrote, on a hot streak. And he wrote the first three vacation movies as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did like the oldies. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> 
biggie banger. Yeah, see, then that's easier to watch Chevy Chase. I know he's just an asshole, but yeah. at least he doesn't kill someone or have child porn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not that we know of, yeah. Yeah, he's just a piece of <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and hard to work with. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's fine. Yeah, it's oh, we did, I like the whole uh, principal dad mix-up on the phone. Oh, man, that was great. I think because they called to say that that Sloane's mom, grandma died, so she's gonna get out of school, and she like knows because she's like someone comes in the office, she puts her coat on, and she's like, oh, can you come, Sloan? Can you come? She's like, oh me, like acting like the victim, and there there's like uh, so the principal answers the phone, and it's like, oh, what you here? Oh, what? and he's like, this is Bueller, so he's like, well, listen, asshole, and then Bueller calls on the phone, the the sweet secretary lady's like, Bueller's online too, and he's like, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm saying this shit to her dad. Love the close-up where he's yeah. like, oh. God. <laughs> then you find out it's actually Cam. Like, oh god, with this yeah. great voice. Yeah, <laughs> he it, pulls out later too. Yeah, he's he was great at doing that accent. Yeah. Um and yeah, we missed it before, but Grace was like sniffing white out and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Loving it. Yeah. yeah was, she was going hard. Every side character or person in the background is like well thought. They all had like faces and like, like it was the great. scene where they're just cutting to the teens' faces yeah. while Ben Stein is they, talking. Yeah. Every single person it looks like yeah. perfect dude with like the pencil in his oh, mouth, like yeah. slack. Some kind of sleeping on the table, drool on the table. Yeah. That's like the best depiction. Bubble of, blowing yeah. girl. It's the best, like, anything I've seen that act like what school is really like. <laughs> and, and they nailed it. And to so many directors, that would be, be just such a throwaway thing, but he yeah. just makes such detail time, out of it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's and, amazing. And it there's is, a lot is. of high school movies that cast non teens as teens where it's like, that man is 37 fucking years right, old. Right, like, yeah. He has you know, three kids of his own. But Alan I, Rock as a 28, 29 year old is believable as like a 17, yeah, 18 year old. Usually so I buy into all yeah, of them. Yeah, I usually pick up on two of them. Didn't even think about that once. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, they all have a youthful vibe. I think it helps when like, it's got, the movie's done in a certain way and like, you're re- like, it's, it's easier to tell if, the scenario's bad and the dialogue's bad and they're like, oh, they're clearly 30. But if everything's moving smoothly and the shots are cool and, like, it's all very well done, then I think it's easier to believe. You don't even, you don't have time to think about, wait, that guy looks like he's 30. <laughs> like, you don't have yeah. time to think about that because the movie's so fast-paced and you're just like, it's fun. Yeah, and Cam just looks like an awkward teen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. So he has... And, like, I totally had friends like the mopey, just like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm like that. He's a very time. relatable character. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah well, for sure. Yeah, John Hughes even said, like, Ferris is, like, the character, I want to write someone who's, like, unflappable like in life throws anything at him and he's a-okay yeah. and then he was like but i want to write cameron as like the dude that i actually am yeah. it's like Opposite. instead of like seeing the good i'm like more inclined to act like and i that. think that does help with just like the popularity of this movie because i feel like a lot of people kind of connected with cam and that like kind of inside sense yeah. and just like no i'm gonna fucking like stand up for this and like yeah, like, like, yeah that's something everyone's kind of like I can relate to that in some sense. And it, like, I feel like the balance of those two friends, like, is what makes it work because it's like you believe both of them because of the other one. It's almost like the yin and yang, the good and the bad, like the opposites attract kind of thing. It's very much like that you could have those two aspects of a single person and, like, Mm -hmm. so one person can relate very much to both (laughs) characters in, in that way. I think Isn't that's there... why the Fight Club theory yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah. started. Which is an amazing theory, say. but... Yeah. <laughs> you 
is all in the fucking yeah. Cameron's head. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, there is a theory, probably just because this man looks like Edward Norton, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, Matthew Broderick is a I'd watch figment that of his imagination. <laughs> so, like, there's a thought that, like, Cameron is, like, homesick and creates Ferris Bueller so that, like, he'll have enough courage to, like, break Simone out of... or break Sloan out of school. Sloan. Yeah, don't I? Keep it on the go. <laughs> it's like, I'm not... Yeah, Raven Simone. <laughs> on the mind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, that's the reason he breaks Sloan out of school and decides to have, like, a wild day is because he's like, I'm a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, and even he pulled up... I mean, oh, and before that, too, they get the Ferrari, and that's when we get the first, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, here's a movie. Yeah, they, they, the music is fantastic throughout yeah. this. Oh, yeah. like, Because, like, right when they kind of, like, get the car and then get Sloan out of school, like, there's a shot where they're driving away from the school where I was like, that's just a one yeah. of my favorite movie shots where they're, like, yeah. revving up and the sun is just, yeah. like, blaring. And then it's, like, shots, shots right? all over Chicago with, like, a yeah. sick yeah. jazz Oh, my God, this movie is Chicago porn, basically. Yeah. 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 I like, yeah. I want to go to Chicago. I've been to Chicago, so I didn't have it as much. But <laughs> nice. I've been to Sears Tower. Like, yeah. Even the art museum and stuff. It's like, oh, oh anything... we started on the art museum. That was what I wrote my essay on. Yeah, well, that was just, yeah. That scene, we'll get to that. Amazing. Yeah, it's just, like, if anything... Like, cut out those Chicago bits and put it in a short pan, like pamphlet, like, come to Chicago. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, like, it's an advertisement. Matthew yeah. But no, the, the Ferrari is why I originally saw this movie, because my dad was, like, a big car guy. So that's oh, why, yeah. he, but he didn't know it was replicas in the movie. Oh. It was, they were built on, I think, MG bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so so they weren't people were pissed. They were like, <laughs> you broke a Ferrari. Exactly, yeah. People were, like, outraged <laughs> really? that they had destroyed, because, wow. like, today that'd be, like, a $15 million car or yeah. something. Something I mean, like I that. get it, yeah. I would <laughs> hope it would be a fake. Yeah. But does your dad love cars more than he loves you? No, no, no. Okay. He doesn't have, like, a glass house that, that <laughs> yeah. contains his car. Giant glass window. That house still exists, though. Yeah. I, I think it sold a few years back. Yeah. Like where? Oregon? Where, where is it? Uh, uh, no, I think, it's Mi- I think it is Michigan. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. Illinois. Yeah. It, yeah. Illinois, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So green. Yeah. Fooled. Yeah, so green. Cost of uh, probably this house. <laughs> yeah. So green, but to slip into a fun fact, it was actually the middle of fall when they filmed that. Yes. So they hand painted all the oh leaves, my yep. God. which is why when you see the reflection of like the other side of the leaves in the window, it's only like straight yellow. Oh, yeah, didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah. Hot dogs. Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts, though. Someone had to paint Someone's those job trees. was to fucking brush leaves. That's fudged. Yeah. <laughs> sure they got paid hopefully well. Yeah, or, well, like, Somewhat. Uh, a lot of billable hours on that one, I think. <laughs> um, so, yeah, before we get, get too far, loved Ferris having fun on the synth, like making it sound like he's puking and farting oh, yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time on the phone. Like, everyone knows Ferris. Like, everyone knows yeah, Ferris. Yeah, it's like the freshman and all that stuff. And like, at, like right after the scene where it's like the freshmen are like, he's getting me out of summer school. And the girl's like, well, maybe I'll see you on the weekend, Ferris. And yeah. then it hops to like the secretary being well, like one of my fave quotes in the movie. Well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, the geeks, sluts, bloods, wastoids, dweebies, dickheads, all adore him. 
they think he's a righteous dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, was like, dude. I was like, this lady is a fucking slayer. Yeah. Like any one high school would have that many unique cliques. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah but it, the, it everyone, was the waste Who are the dickheads? <laughs> yeah, we're the dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> we're the fucking dickheads, yeah. man. Yeah, she's There was definitely a group I would identify as the dickheads in my house. Maybe even a couple. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'd say. That secretary, I didn't realize how great she was until I actually watched it this morning. She's, she's yeah. like something out of like a Mike Judge yeah, movie. Or I very was going to so. say, the yeah. casting in this King of the is, Hill or something. It, it was reminding me of Extract, which is one of my favorite comedies, mm. but oh, yeah. it's like every side person is like gold. perfectly so cast gold. character yeah. actor. Yeah. The, uh, the parking lot attendant. Oh, oh my god, I that love guy. them. Give me a spin off movie of what they did. <laughs> yes. I wanted yes, to see that. They had their own day off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can Ramundo stay off. <laughs> I'll watch the shit out of that. I'll watch yeah. it. And his voice, even, he was like, he, he looked like a criminal, I guess. He's like, supposed to be scary looking. And he's, he's like, like speak English. He's like, yeah, don't worry, I'm a professional. He's just like, take great care of your car. Yeah. They rip off, and him and his like, black buddy in the parking lot, they get in. Like, yeah! <laughs> like he's got, I wanted to see yeah. that movie. They Show had their movie. own adventure for sure. I need to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. So then, yeah, um, just to want to make sure I didn't miss anything before uh, they broke yeah. off out of there, but. Um, oh yeah, I lo- I loved when they were like kind of beefing a bit after Cameron phoned the school to get Sloan out. I felt oh, yeah. like that was like a realistic like. You hurt yeah. my feelings, bro. And he's like, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, bro. Yeah, but you did mess up. It's like this weird, like, kind of yeah. dynamic. It's funny. Yeah, exactly. But it's like you get, like, such a realistic vibe of why they're friends. Like, it was kind of reminding me of, like, a bit of the friendship from The Last Black Man in San Francisco, my oh, yeah. number one movie of last year, where it's just, like, this, like, relationship feels so lived in between these two guys. Yeah, where it's it's the, yeah the writing is very good. There's never a line where he's like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Good. Like, there's like nothing where he's like, "What the hell?" Like, everything's very fluid, even though they're arguing about like a phone call. And he's like, "I'll meet you outside." No, don't say that. He's like, "Oh, you, you, actually, you don't wait outside." And like this argument they have is yeah. just like being friends. And he's like, "You hit me." He's like, "I did not." He's yeah. like, yes, you did. I so had tapped you. Or what does he say? So that's good. And like even when they pick her up, and he's got like a like a hat on and shades and a trench coat, and then they and start smooch. smooching <laughs> hardcore. And then Prince was like, "Oh, that's." How they do it in their family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just walks off. That made me feel weird. Yeah. I didn't like hearing that from him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, with, yeah. with Jeffrey well, Jones saying that, he gets like, on that school wait, bus what? at the end. Yeah. Did not like that. Yeah, and <laughs> you're not allowed like, to drive that. Like, it, like it almost makes it play like a horror movie when it's like he's just chasing a high school girl through her house and yeah. she's like, yeah. yeah. Well, this is, a, yeah, I just forget that stuff when I'm yeah. watching it. There are problematic like, elements you have to ignore. Yeah, but I, yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone else in this movie did such a good job trying to do something, do a good piece of art that, yeah. like, I can 
compartmentalize that monster. <laughs> Even though he's good in it too. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay, let's yeah. 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 Let's move forward. <laughs> talk about that yeah. guy for but hours it's like, it, I don't know it's like if you found out the dude who did Bugs Bunny's voice did some fucked up shit it wouldn't ruin Bugs Bunny for me yeah like, voice yeah. yeah and it's like well then like yeah I have like you know like certain musicians they're batshit crazy or you know Scientologists or whatever you kind of put that aside but when it comes mm-hmm. to things like this like I had to question myself like do I continue liking this guy in film because yeah. I love this guy well like I I can't not love like Beetlejuice and all these movies they're like yeah, I love them true. for like Tim Burton and well, Michael he's in Keaton Sleepy and, like, he's in like too yeah. many classics it's like, <laughs> I, I can still love those movies for the other people in it like yeah. this where like he is obviously like my enjoyment of his scenes is definitely soured yeah it's true like, yeah. it's hard to separate <laughs> from it but like I'd, I'd say, like, the movie's enough not about him that I can lose myself to it still. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved when Ooh. Cameron was on the phone. Call me Sir Goddammit. voice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the only way he can assert himself is when he's pretending to be somebody else. Exactly. It's very, very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pardon yeah. my French, but you're an asshole. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> this dude's good. And then, um, and then this kind of, they lead to, they go to that fancy restaurant. Yeah. And another classic, like, this Snooty character dude. kills yes. it. Oh, he, amazing. The way he looks and the person he's supposed to be just match up 100%. It's like, that the was casting. Like the casting is amazing. Yeah. Basically, like, he, he yeah. could have been drawn for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I'm I saw Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as soon as I saw that front desk guy, I was like, this guy is gold. Yeah. <laughs> that was just so good. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, so um, they sneak into a restaurant, more or less. So these yeah. are tricky ways. They think they're going to get caught, or yeah. they think Bueller's going to get caught. Yeah. But he's got tricks of his yeah, He's like, I'm not going to get caught by this guy <laughs> out of anyone. Yeah. And, like, they cut to Rudy in the school, and he's running between the classrooms. I, that was, like, yeah. such a deep-cut school joke of, yes. like, no running in the hallways. And, again, another thing that I feel like has been copied endlessly, like, yeah. in, in media, there's, like, the pause at the windows and just yeah. keep going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even like cars necessarily, but them taking Cameron's dad's Ferrari stressed me out. I was, like, feeling for Cameron. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, very, it's a very stressful, like... Yeah. And again, that's something that we, I think young people could do this. Like, it's always been something where you're like, I don't know if I should do this, but you're doing it anyway. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're young and dumb. So. One of the craziest lines in this movie, I'm not gonna let him leave my cheese in the wind. <laughs> 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 that was nuts. Did Rudy say that? Yeah. <laughs> I know he's cool. Yeah. Like, I can't not laugh at that. Yeah. It's God too damn. crazy. And I did like the old uh, uh, at the fancy restaurant. They see his dad, and he's going whoa. Yeah. And I did like his sweet beret and shades. They definitely yeah. look the. So cool. And like the like snap and walk away. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like so many just like cool Tea, shots. Yeah. Like I had no idea like John Hughes was like such a director until yeah. I rewatched this. That's the thing, like, those teeny details like that snap and then they go. Or like later on Cameron's doing the that like water sound yes, with your yeah, voice. Like, like 
that's gold. Like, there's these teeny little bits that aren't even the main focus, but they make the scene... It's like world building. Yeah. I like feel like I'm in this world and I believe yeah. that this is a real thing. It's like, it's... this is what a real person does when they're sitting around. There's not just like one person sitting silently in the background yeah, while you're true, talking. Like, yeah. like, fuck, it's, it's <laughs> great. And he's like, Kennedy, Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I love the like multi-answering machine con when it's like, call oh, this yeah. answering machine and it's this excuse. And yeah. then it's like, now it's Cameron at the funeral parlor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Well thought out. They got all they got all sorts of tricks. Yeah. Um, so they sneak I, out of there, yeah. and miss the dead, and they go to a yeah. baseball game, yeah. which was pretty um, fun. Which is a real baseball game that you can oh. like. I, I don't remember, I don't have the date written down, but like it was like an actual one that happened. Yeah. They filmed um, that shit there or no? Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, okay. The parade was real though, and they filmed that during an actual parade. Yeah, that yeah. was like German Pride yes, Parade, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 German yeah. Day in <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, a little before this, they went to the stock exchange, and I loved like. One of my favorite shots in the movie is oh, yeah. all of their faces when they're looking down the window. <laughs> oh, yeah. They go to Sears Tower, and then they yeah. lean up on the thing and mm-hmm. put their head on the glass yeah. and they look down. And it's like, I think I see my dad. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. good. Just Yeah, it's a good kind of character building. He's yeah. terrified and, of his dad. <laughs> and even, like, just that shot is so nice of just, like, their heads and the... <laughs> Sky. Yeah, and, yeah, and so like just like you see that, beautiful. and then you see what they're looking at, and it's just like so far. It's like he's all in his head. He's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but his dad was actually supposed to be down there. That was oh, really? gonna be a, his dad was gonna be in a couple scenes, and oh, that was yeah. gonna be one of them. I actually, oh, well, who played his dad? Uh, I don't yeah. know. He got fully cut out of the movie because he was supposed to be in another scene, kind of like with Ferris's dad, where like they're wa- they're in the Ferrari, and he goes to like check to see if it's his Ferrari and then like the parking attendant dudes are like hey what are you doing next to that car we're like that would have ruined the sweet parking guy's day (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually I actually like that they didn't show him at all or like anything I didn't want to put a face to it no exactly he could be anyone's dad you know (laughs) that almost seemed like the point of it yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. I preferred that way more well like I want to say the original cut of this was I have it further down in my notes somewhere but I think it was two hours and 45 minutes oh yeah he was like, like an hour and a half. John it? Hughes just like wrote so much, and because it was so episodic, he was like kind of just like we can kind of just cut out what doesn't work and yeah. like shape the movie we want to make, and it really did work for them. But for like, sure. it's interesting yeah. hearing about like the weird subplots that could have been. Yeah, but even and like, like uh, I, oh sorry, I was gonna say about the baseball game, like when the principal I feel he went to the arcade or something, and he like orders some food or something, and the game's playing, and there's like a shot of. Because he catches a foul ball, and there's a shot of him like, yeah, and then the pistol's just not looking, and then oh. cuts it. I think he looks up, he's like, oh, the game's playing. It's like, it's just great comedic timing yeah. kind of thing. And there's a great line before that where he's like, oh, like, what's the score? And the guy was like, oh, it's all tied up. And he's like, oh, so who's winning? And he's like, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looks at him like, what the hell? And that's right after he walks up to that Beautiful girl woman. at the arcade that machine. Short hair is beauty. And he's like, I've got you. Yeah, he says in French or something. Yeah, like he's, oh. You're mine or something. Yeah, like your ass is mine. Yeah. And then she turns around just like, fills a straw with pop and spits it in yeah, his face. Very calmly. She was very, yeah. very cool she about it. She was a G about that. Yeah. And, yeah, that was a very, a very good moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, how is Ferris rolling in the dough? Like, even though he can't afford a car, he's like buying fancy French restaurant meals and like 
cabs and like yeah. taking them to a baseball game like yeah, yeah. even the parking you know. yeah. <laughs> in Chicago I mean, yeah. slips them a whole fancy five dollars yeah really <laughs> but those guys will take it they had the time of their lives so oh yeah <laughs> I want to see this movie yeah and that's I, the thing because there's every every side character is so rich you could see a, a, like a spinoff for mm-hmm. each character like for yeah. sure I mean it would be like it would be derivative and kind of cheesy, but you could fully do it like a show yeah. with every one of these characters. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I'd take it if it was from John Hughes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 R.I.P. Yeah. As yeah. long as it's not got Jennifer Aniston and whatever. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yuck. Yeah. yeah. I'd say like it's worth watching the first five minutes where like this show like, thinks it's dunking so hard on the movie, <laughs> and you're like. You're just playing yourself. Yeah. And you have that retrospect of 30 years, and it's a classic movie. And you're like, yeah. this TV show, no one knows it. Yeah, like, this is garbage. The credits alone were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to get past that. Yuck. Yucky, yuck. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I'm, the principal goes to uh, Ferris yeah. Bueller's crib, his yeah, house. Yeah, he's in full detective mm-hmm. mode, and I kind of like that, like, it's even playing, like, film noir jazz at that yeah, one yeah, part yeah. where it's like flipping up his sunglasses and yeah. it's like he puts these sweet aviators on and just instantly flips yeah, them it's up like, it's like wow as he flips them when I when I watched that this week my first thought is that would not fly today like yeah. if if your if your principal went to your house and like broke in and like yeah. tried to find you they'd be like that could you put charges like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah that was one the very 80s trope <laughs> yeah oh, nobody cared <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, and I feel like Rooney was just getting straight up home alone without the traps. He was just like, <laughs> yeah. the world was a trap, yeah. like the he mud and the dog. And all his traps were like, he'd press the buzzer and be like, oh, hi, I'm sick, but I can't come because I'll fall downstairs, so you can call my mom or dad. And then even to like the opening the door and there's that dummy and the snoring like he had all the traps inside ready but they didn't really do anything I, 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 alone style yeah, I like seeing him I could him see <laughs> I could see yeah, where like it's this like is the precursor yeah. yeah but I like I got Pee Wee Herman vibes too uh, all these weird <laughs> inventions that he had yeah, he's I, like uh, what are those things called where it's like a bunch of shit rolls a, around a Goldberg yeah. like a Goldberg device Rube Goldberg yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. it's true but it's like doable <laughs> it's like it's not practical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy went from uh, inventing strange contraptions to um, winning WCW titles. <laughs> Goldberg, great yeah, guy. great guy. <laughs> great guy, Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Goldberg spear or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the spear. I think he even did that when he was in uh, Universal Soldier with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh yeah. It's in the sequel. Yeah. Speaking of Jean Claude. Yeah. Speaking of great classic five star flicks. <laughs> <laughs> This is this where you get the whole muddy. The principal gets in the muddy thing. He's yeah. gonna crawl up. Like yeah, he's going. Yeah, he's going hardcore. Yeah, it gets sucked into the mud. And what is he? What is he trying to prove right there? He's trying to prove Ferris isn't sick. Yeah, yeah, because he sick. hits the buzzer he finds enough, out that and then recording. it's like yeah, he's yeah. not in there. I did like that reveal too. Yeah. <coughs> so, at this point, they go to the museum. Holy, great scene. Those little kids Ooh. aren't seeing much of that museum, though. <laughs> like, they're just breezing yeah. through the middle of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Don't but stop But even, walking. like, each shot, they, these beautiful arts pieces, and even, like, the shots are kind of... Like, there's that one where, like, Cameron's in the back, girl's in the middle, and he's in the front. It's kind of like... Yeah. There's all sorts of kind of artistic little and, like, shots they're in front scene, of the too. stained glass, having a romantic moment, yeah. while, like, Cameron's having his, like, existential crisis. That scene is by far my yeah. favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's just, like... 
that's just like pure cinematic jazz. Like that's why and, I and love movies. Even John movies. Hughes has said that like that that was just like me like that yeah. that was purely like like almost yeah. masturbatory for him. Like yeah. just like putting that in because it was it was beautiful and yeah. it was like a, yeah. and it was cinematically just great. Yeah, it's just like my favorite thing of watching like when I know I'm watching like a masterpiece movie is like when there's an extended period of just like music and images where it's like this is just like an art a work of art yeah. and like every part of it is just like so beautifully lovingly put together that yeah. it's like every moment of that montage and it's even a reference to uh, past John Hughes movie because they use a, the Smith song please let me get what I yes. want but oh, like yeah. a slowed down dream pop version and that's in either Breakfast Club or Pretty in Pink or to me the absolute yeah, crescendo of the movie is is Cameron looking at that one painting the pointless painting Kid, by, by George Dottie, Surratt yeah that Dottie, yeah, uh, like beach kind of side one and, yeah, that's exactly, a great yeah well that, that style of painting called pointless and where it's all done with yeah. little tiny dots so the the way that it, the shot goes is it zooms in closer and closer until it's just her face and it's just these dots and you can't really tell what it is yeah. and that and that's sort of indicative of Cameron of himself how he like looks at himself so closely and just can't really see the he can't see the the feel for the Details. trees yeah. exactly and it's just it's that's yeah. deep yeah yeah there's all sorts of hidden little things like yeah. that in this movie I very think. much yeah. so yeah and then that painting is amazing as well by yeah. George Seurat and it's yeah. still there in the in the Art yeah. Institute of Chicago I feel like yeah every everything they show it's like you can tell like John Hughes had an affinity for those paintings yeah like was... even like I like when they're all standing in front of one <laughs> yeah. kind of in a row as yeah. well that's a nice shot just like yeah, it's just such a silly, almost like childish thing. It's just funny yeah. scenes that look good. They don't really yeah. mean anything. They're just like yeah. it's, it's pleasing cute. to the eye. But that it's also but it's kind of necessary. fucking dark as yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera part was dark as fuck. Whereas like yeah. you've got Ferris and Simone to make it still keep it light, but yeah. it's like well, and, then, and, and it's, it's also juxtaposed yeah, with them like holding hands with the kids and like running the line with them. And it's yeah, like, that was like what is that? I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's weird. But how did you get into that situation? Like you can't do that. Having childish fun. Yeah, but I feel like that's almost like what it's all about it's like i don't know yeah like it's kind of why ferris can get away with everything is his childlike energy yeah. so. and it's and like how long does that last in his life it's like that's clearly yeah. going to come to an end soon so yeah unfortunately college. but there was actually there was a right about this time there's that cut was like Star Wars music, and our two parking lot boys are hitting a jump in <laughs> yes. the Ferrari. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I want to see this movie." Yeah, they're having a great time. Yeah, I love those two side characters. Yeah, I think that was a reshoot. I think they like added oh, really? that in post because they were like, "We want to see." We got to show something. <laughs> yeah. Because when they get the car back, it's like a bazillion miles out from where it was. It's like, yeah. what did they do? Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> it started with on one. And it's like three, three thousand. Yeah. It was like one hundred twenty-six. So like they went, they went all they throughout Illinois. Yeah. yeah, they kind of brought a couple states. Yeah, you know? they had fun. They got that's, wild. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah, I feel like they had a slightly more Tarantino movie, <laughs> Johnny Hughes movie, but. And then this leads into uh, the parade. 
Um, yeah. And uh, and I think at this point it, they are in a cab next to his dad. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Here, yeah. and in the, like, his dad's reading the newspaper and there's already a story about Ferris Bueller in the paper. Yeah. It's like, community rallies around sick boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> then there's this rumor, like, I think he needs a new kidney or something. And it's like, oh, we're $50,000 mm-hmm. for a kidney. Genie's, <laughs> yeah. like, smacking the can out of the yeah. dude's hand. And there's, like, Dummy. a save Ferris water tower. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah, all those little trinkets. Yeah, and yeah, so like they fake out, like hide in the cab while yeah. Simone's like kind of kind of looks at him and dad. goes like, "Hey, that's like almost a vacation, a national anthem yeah, vacation yeah, yeah. moment." Yeah, I can see that. The driving scene. Where yes, they drive with the, the lady in the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> love that in Christmas Vacation when he ends up driving under the semi. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's a good yeah, man. He was in a hot streak for sure. Yeah, but like, he came out of like National Lampoon. Like, that's like where he came up. Yeah. That's like... I mean, the first ones are classics too. Yeah, like Caddyshack and stuff. Uh, like, that's not necessarily my vibe. But like the even John the Christmas, Hughes ones, that's yeah. like one of the classic. Like, Home Alone. I mean, he wrote that. But like yeah. even the Christmas Vacation, yeah, that's like, like a, one of the classic that's Christmas like, movies. That's I like watch a, out with my family every Christmas. Exactly. Year. That's yeah. like a my mom will laugh cry every time <laughs> movie. Like, like, like we need more Hughes. Like this guy like did the Julia Louise Dreyfus care. I mean, I don't mean to get off of oh, Hughes. Oh, <laughs> oh, Mueller, but it's still like on that. Hughes, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Julia's great in there, and like he was just like him in his prime. He was just like he's making nothing but hits. Anything he made was just like, or wrote, is just like gold. Mm-hmm. Not just hits, but classics. Yeah. There hasn't like, been a Hughes mm-hmm. like that in a while. Yeah, like, you can't even see the line, Ross. It's <laughs> 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 like, there's so many lines that are so clutch. Yeah. And like, the montage where he's like, Clark's like having a dream sequence and he, he, the panties hit the window. <laughs> and like, that's like such a crazy fourth wall break. But like, this guy knows how to play a fourth wall break. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think mean, he invented it in my books. Yeah. He made it yeah. cool. He yeah. like made it a thing for to do. <laughs> One of the first meta dipping your toes in movies, God. But, uh, yeah, Ferris is just taking over the city in this parade. He's singing lip-syncing in a parade. Yeah. German donka shane. A bunch of girls with lederhosen. This scene is just, like, one of the most fun scenes ever filmed. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there's one other movie, where uh, The Year of Living Dangerously, where it's like, they're th- having a party in the scene, and it makes you feel yeah. like you're at an actual party, and yeah. this makes you feel like you're in the middle of a celebration. Yeah. Like when they cut to everyone's dancing, like, and there's like people flipping behind. Yeah, Cameron it's like it's a classic example. And there's just like a construction worker, just some fat black guy, and some other little white lady. It's like all these like the casting was like perfect. Yeah. The, some of those people weren't cast. Yeah, some yeah the window washer really, and yeah. construction yeah, he was dude. Dancing. Those they were just, just danced to the music they were playing, and wow. John Hughes liked it enough that they put it in. You're in the movie. You're an actor now. Yeah. <laughs> Sign this form. Yeah. yeah. So even then, I was like trying to find things to be upset about, and I was like, I was like, well, this is a little. Like, I mean, everyone's going full out, but I love watching this. Yeah. Especially yeah. when they're all dancing, and just like you random just see, street like, people. The whole block full yeah. of like people as far as you can see, and they're all going crazy. Yeah. Like, you can't fake that. Like, you yeah. can't. I don't know. I feel like you can't force a moment to be that special in a movie. It just like yeah. happens, and like they did shoot it 
originally like some of the wider shots during an actual parade, but then they like were like, oh, we're shooting a John Hughes movie. Will you come back the next Saturday after oh. the parade? And ten thousand people showed up. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, and like the That's whole why it was city such was a packed, like, sweet parade. Yeah, and they, everyone's <laughs> partying and like yeah. and like the people dancing on the stairs and stuff. Like, it's just like. This scene doesn't make sense in a literal way, but it's yeah. like, this makes perfect movie sense. Yeah. And it's just like, a, like as good as a scene can get, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Just like, captures you in its emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that was, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I it's guess. like they just sing two, like, lip sync two songs back to back, and you're Twist like, and fuck yeah, yeah. like Don Shane and Twist and Shout. Everyone's dancing, having fun. So mm-hmm. even if that's nothing to do with the movie, you throw in there, it's like, oh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, like, it feels like just as perfectly shot as the museum scene, where it's yeah. like, there's like Cameron and um, Sloan dancing, and they had a nice little dialogue scene, like, as Ferris is, like, getting onto a float, they're, like, walking by that big statue, and, like, I don't know, there's almost a vibe that, like, there could have been a thing between Cameron, Cameron and Simone, or Sloane. I, I, really, I, I, I really <laughs> liked... did care for him an awful lot. I liked yeah. all the dialogue they had between one another, like, the, like the, with the, the pool scene coming up later, obviously, but... Oh, yeah, it, it was you see me naked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Changing? He's like... Because there's, like, a weird tension between yeah. them, for sure. But, but, yeah, like, a very, like, a likable energy, like, something you want to see more of. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. like, I don't know, I feel like it's especially in this time period it's like a way like in 86 it's a way more like woke version of that than like most other movies at the time would be like oh like oh I called dibs on this girl <laughs> like yeah. blah 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 I don't know. it, it yeah, can be very like, adversarial yeah, or like it, a little more toxic well kind yeah of. the thing is that they didn't really talk about it right so it's like it kind of leaves it up to the beholder like what do you think yeah. about it but it almost feels like if ferris wasn't in the picture yeah, i could they would see be them great dating together. i mean maybe yeah. but he's kind of mentally yeah. but like she's I, there to help yeah. him she's very she always kinda there kind of like and like touching she's, his temples she's like that. a little more sensitive than ferris mm-hmm. in, which like, is why i think really feeds into that that theory about the the fight club the fight yeah. club theory yeah That's which true. is why it's like well, she shows can... him more affection than she does Bueller, almost besides yeah. the kissing. Yeah. That one kiss or two mm-hmm. kiss scenes. Mm-hmm. She's, she's much friends. more emotionally yeah. connected to to. Yeah. Um, but she maybe just wants to help. He's talking one kiss, well, two kiss, true. red kiss, blue kiss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> this is a Doctor Seuss adaptation. <laughs> yeah. And this is around we get the time where the the principal drugs the dog. Because mm-hmm. there's a crazy big dog we've read, like that's been messing yeah, with Rottweiler. Yeah, Rottweiler. And so he drugs it and then sneaks, actually gets uh, into the no, house. He smashes it with a plant that gets delivered by fucking um, Louis Anderson. No, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah no, right. that comes up. He, no, he's in two group. scenes. He's, yeah. yeah, he's he, in. Oh, really? He's, he delivers two plants. Okay, because I was hoping you saw. Because when they there's like that nurse comes to the door when the sister answers the door. He's like, oh, the yeah, nurse well. who likes to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Biggity bounce. <laughs> and yeah, and Louis Anderson's beside her, yeah. and there's like a creepy, like pink face guy that's scary as hell, and an old man holding a bunch of balloons. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's just like classic casting. And, but Louis Anderson was one of them. Yeah. I was like, oh, I had to pause it and go back. And yeah. It's like, is that Louis? And I, yes, yeah. it was. It's better Louis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Fuck, I, I, that was a great find. I, yeah. He's in it twice. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think he delivers the first plant that Rooney knocks the dog out Did with. Did he knock it? I thought it was drugged. Am no, I crazy? No, he's sma- like There's a shot of the he dog and animals? the, the smash plant. Again, not something that would fly today. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, I've got a present for you. And he's walking over with the plant. and oh. like. I just yeah. assumed that he drugged it. Mm-mm. Or sleeping flowers. <laughs> no, yeah, just classic sleepy flowers. Just classic smash a dog in the head. Mm-hmm. But then this is when he gets in, and then the sister comes home while he's trying to get in there. So he gets in, and then they're like sneaking, or he's sneaking around, and she hears something. So he's like, oh, that's Bueller. Yeah, and then he like, hears something, and he's like, oh, that's Bueller. <laughs> they both jump out. They both jump out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the sister karate kicks the principal in the face like Three four times. or five times, yeah. Pop, pop, pop. Like amazing. Like no, no, like step down after yeah. each one. Just yeah. like, like continuous. Like that was amazing. Well, that's the form you get from being in dirty dancing. That's like this is true. This is one of the things that I kind of got a teeny bit mad about, but I don't. But I could blow it over because fear, you know, whatever. But she pops out. It's her principal. Like she would know who it is. She karate kicks him, and then she runs upstairs, calls police. There's someone in my house. I don't know. Like she does. If my br- I he gradu- looked pretty disheveled, I, but not that. I graduated, <laughs> graduated a long time ago, but if my principal from back then was in my house, I'd be like, whoa, what are you doing here, Mr. Blake? But I wouldn't, <laughs> I would just he punch him. He his fucking name. <laughs> He's a principal. He's a life <laughs> You're not saying his address. <laughs> I mean, give, give us the last name. Come on. I think he's dead, so I don't want to Wow. I'll name every fucking principal yeah. on this I don't give a fuck. Mr. McGinnis, I was one of them. I'm talking to you, Professor Coggles. He might have been a doctor. Who knows? He Dr. Looked, Coggles? He looked like a fucking walrus. And I, I, don't mean, he... I don't mean that as an insult. He looked like a dignified oh. walrus man. I had a... This is... I'm sorry, too. I had a very... I had a librarian that kind of looked like a walrus. And her name was Mrs. Wallace. So guess what I... I <laughs> I got street credit for naming her Mrs. Walrus. I'm sorry, Mrs. Wallace. You're still out there. I'm sorry. She's a nice librarian, but she looked like a walrus. Some people just are animal-like in appearance. Yeah. And children are going to call them like they see them. Exactly. Children are the worst. (laughs) But there's a few Ferrises out there. So, yeah, I I I thought you'd recognize your principal, but I guess fear and heat of the moment, I could... I could argue about it. So yeah. that was one of the things that, that's not, yeah. I mean, not even. Yeah, like, that's I, like if you're picking but nips. But she should know. If you're in there to pick a nip. Yeah. I was looking. I was, I was <laughs> looking, like, looking for reasons to be mad looking, at it. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the big first ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I felt like the cops were really blowing it in Chicago, except for the traffic cops in this movie, because they were on Rooney's car, like, <laughs> six yeah. tickets and towed in an hour. Yeah. Whereas, like, all the other cops are like, oh, there's a woman in distress, a man breaking into her house, yeah. let's chat her up about her brother. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <"Nope." laughs> yeah he like, parked his car there. I mean, it's in front of a house. Why is he... In why front are of they a hydrant. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, he got But even, like, he was there now. maybe... And I Half an hour. Hour at most. And, and like, hour at most. I, to jump back to the baseball game, 
that would have taken four hours. I call them yeah. BS on that baseball they, game. They just jumped the true. longest yeah. sport. They went for two innings, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they went fair, for a couple of And, like, before they even picked up uh, Sloan, Ferris had gone for a swim and, like, changed clothes seven times. He did have a lot of outfits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And likes to change. All right, uh, yeah, these are more things I can add to my hate list. No, but they're, I mean, they're just like, they're packing the day. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a, there's a, a jump to a different movie for a second. There's a scene in the movie Screwed with Dave Chappelle and Norm MacDonald, where Norm MacDonald, like, goes in, talks to his girlfriend, Sarah Silverman. They, like, get back together, have sex, and, like, he comes back to Dave Chappelle's car, and he, like, tells him everything that happened, and he's like, Damn, all that in ten minutes. <laughs> that's like how I felt about parts of this movie. It's like yeah. they did so much, and like yeah. between the school hours of like like eight thirty to three p.m., they fucking lived a life. <laughs> oh yeah, this would have been a very packed day. It's been a great day. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. Big Cameron's best yeah. day of his life. Yeah, and I loved when Cameron was like, "We haven't done anything good yet." And Ferris was like, "We haven't done anything good yet." <laughs> I'll sing a song for the city of Chicago. <laughs> and I did like um, his sister. For some reason, I I really liked Cameron and the sister. Versus, I don't mm-hmm. know, just like they were the two like supporting actors that I really like. I mean, I like Sloane too, but she wasn't in it enough for me to be like, I really like. She could have been bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could have been. Like Jeannie has so much character yeah, to her. I love that, and the, like... the, that she she's the only one in the movie that hates Ferris, and I like that. It's like, yeah, so he doesn't like Ferris, besides the her and Rooney. But I feel yeah. like she's the only one who, like, I still, like, am kind of with Jeannie, even though yeah. I'm like, I love Ferris, but yeah. it's like, I can see why you're yeah, jealous. Can, yeah, exactly. Like, it's like Rooney's just an asshole, but, yeah. but, yeah. but Jeannie makes sense. Yeah, it's like, yeah, why does he get to have yeah. all the fun? She totally. even gets to have that, like, speech where the, like, camera's moving up the hallway. Yeah, there's all me. these little things that this these... Everyone can relate to in a sense, and just like the looks that she gives, like Ferris and other characters, oh yeah. my god, like yeah. she she did, like I don't know what that actress. And I like I um, looked around now. She like said, hello, Jeff. I know you're in here. Uh, I don't. She's like, don't come get me. I got a scorching case of herpes. Yeah. <laughs> and like she said some other things, like oh, that's funny. Yeah, Jennifer, uh, what's her name? Anderson. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Grey oh, yeah. uh, from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, and yeah, she was, she was, her and Cameron were my two favorites. Right. It's like, just even like remembering the movie, like, I have a strong yeah. feeling for both of those characters. I was watching some DVD special features and she was talking about like her um, audition with John Hughes, like, and they like, were just like dunking on each other as soon as they met each other. He was like, "Oh yeah, like I saw Red Dawn. I'm glad you were the first one to die." And she was <laughs> like, "And she was like fucking like shooting right back at him like." And he was like, "Okay, you're the perfect genie because perfect you, sister. yeah, because he was like, you're like adorably obnoxious, <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's like something along those lines." And it was like, "Yeah, she definitely like rides that line of like." You're like so sassy, but I love it. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, they get the car back from the valets at this point. Yeah, the two and like like this, they're talking, and there's this window that cuts through this building, and they, and they, they see the guy park, and the guy gets out, and they're like, "Yeah, that was the best time ever." And then he pulls up, and it's like, "Oh yeah, the car <laughs> that, looks that, great." That was fast. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> they meant put that little in there. That was really fast. Like you have no idea. <laughs> Ridiculous. 
And yeah. then, yeah, we did, and that's around the time, because she calls the cops, and nobody comes, and then Louie Anderson and the flower nurse lady come. I'm the nurse. Yeah, she's like, oh, finally, the cops are here. And yeah. then the cops, like, take her in, like, why did you fake call us? Like, yeah. Which is like, well, maybe, like, look around and see that someone's been in the mud, and, like, there's a, some, you know, it's like, these cops Someone knocked up a dog. Yeah, you said, all right, like, they come in, and they're like, oh, I heard about Ferris, I'm yeah. so sorry. And they do a really shitty version of the genie goes to jail in the pilot of the TV show, oh, yeah. where uh, he steals Jennifer Aniston's car, she reports it stolen, then he brings it back to school, and she's driving it, uh-huh. and then the cops pull her over, and are like, you stole a car, and she's like, yeah, I reported it stolen, and it's like, whoa, you stole your own car, you're going downtown, and then what? Ferris hacks into the school, or the police computer, makes and sense. makes her bail like $250,000, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what a jerk, yeah, exactly, it's like Ferris Isn't is that just, his love he's scum, no, oh, his, his sister, oh, Anderson's yeah. his sister, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Sloan is just some jabroni. Kind of way I can put it. But uh, yeah, when Cameron finds out the, the they drove so far, yeah, woo, yeah he lets a, out the scream that yeah. echoes through Chicago. I do like how like originally it's like very fourth wall, and he's like breaking and like having full on conversations. But I do like how they. Occasionally he'll like talk and then he'll just look at the camera for like a split second and they'll go back into it like that little like touch of like I'm with you like oh guys yeah. what are we gonna do yeah because well, when he looks at the thing he looks at the camera and he does like this ooh yeah. face and it's I was like, like how many miles was it when we <laughs> and he screams and then just shots of the city yeah. ah! I have only one time in my life like I'm a pretty quiet person. I've only one time in my life screamed to the heavens <laughs> like that. And you were there with me because I like tripped and oh, fell and like skidded. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I took a chunk out of my elbow, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I let out a V for Vendetta and yeah. naked in the rain screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but luckily we're in a better place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no screams tonight. <laughs> and seeing Charlie Sheen in there was... I was like, oh, yes, yeah. I remember this guy. Yeah. I used to love this guy. Yeah, he apparently set up for two days so he could look like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. He did look like trash. <laughs> but he was like one of the wisest. Like the, some shit that he was saying to her, I was like, wow. <laughs> like he's breaking her and he, like he knows her already. There was like an intense subplot about how Sheen was like good friends with Ferris Bueller in yes. like oh. elementary school, but then like really? Ferris let him down and then he went down a dark path, which oh. is why he's like he's so I protective can't, of Cameron. Yeah, and he's like, like yeah. never again. I've got to like watch out for Cameron. I could have, I, I maybe could have seen some of that. Sure. Yeah. I feel like it just doesn't match the tone of the movie as much. Yeah, yeah it's like it goes a little too dark. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you want to believe that Ferris is unflappable, not that like he's fucked up. You don't need like yeah, yeah, dark side story. And this is one of my favorite lines. His sister says to him, "Why don't you put your thumb up your bum mm-hmm. <laughs> or up your butt?" Sorry, yeah. <laughs> that was good. I love their their talking was like flawless. I love that. Like he was trying to spit knowledge, and she's like a sass, like what the fuck do you know? It's like that was so good. Yeah. And then she like kind of clues in at the end, and then she like leaves. She's all like giggling. And like, when they're all making out, they're yeah. making out. Yeah, and she's walking away giggling. That was. So yeah. adorable. But that even, was too even much. then, when he's like, "Well, why are you mad?" Because he gets away. It's like, "Well, you should just like care about yourself." It's like, 
like I don't know. It's something yeah. about it that can relate to almost like, everyone. It's so John Hughes because in every movie of that era, it's like the Charlie Sheen kid would just be like, "Oh yeah, this is a fucking dickhead." And but yeah. in the in the John Hughes movie, it's like, "No, this man has surprising depth." Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like what Hughes. He has wisdom nails. to give. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like don't judge this book by his like, giant bangs under his eyes. Um. But yeah, I love when Cameron's fully flipped out and like not even saying anything by the pool. Oh, just like yeah, and, like does the drop yeah, yeah. in. Oh man! And then Ferris is like, "Were you joking around?" And he's like, "Ferris Bueller, you're my hero." <laughs> I was like, now even Cameron. Love, I did, I, I did love that, but I even loved like yeah, he was like that, and he fell in, and then this shit like scene of him, and he's sitting down there, and he even looks up, and he's like kind of like. No one's gonna save me. It's like there's just like these little tidbits of every in every scene that like are just yeah, they're just very add human. on. Yeah, because yeah. even then I would do that too, and then he does eventually like, oh, jump in and save him and that whole thing. I love that. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like that's where he's kind of realizing out. that he's got to like, chill out. You see that Cameron's got a little bit of that Ferris in him. It's like yeah. you see that he's not all yeah. straight like. And we do get the uh, this is where Sloan is like kind of like looking into his eyes kind of and he's lying down on a bench and she's sitting there and like kind of touching his temples or whatever like he, she like it does really care for him much like the the fight club <laughs> scenario yeah, yeah exactly and could like be. and when she's like did you see me naked it's like you could have not changed directly yeah. in front of him so yeah, that, <laughs> no that was a choice <laughs> oh yeah my friend is acting weird and looking and just sitting so I'll just get naked in front of him yeah whatever. in the one direction he's yeah. staring yeah. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Yeah. But they were cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> this reminded me of a little Dracula dead loving it when yeah. uh, Renfield is like, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. <laughs> they throw him into a cell and slam the door shut. I saw everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of that from Cameron. Interesting, yeah. It was interesting, like way to go. Like, what did you see me naked? And they're like, oh, yeah, whatever, it's cool. And then it kind of just blew over. But yeah. It's like an interesting thing to put in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know, John. I think, but John, that, it uses a little risky, yeah. which I, yeah. I, it's not definitely just a straight across. And I feel like though, but like it was like he was in the dumps and he like saw this naked girl and he's like, why am I worrying about this? Like, there's beautiful things out there mm-hmm. in the world. Like, I shouldn't be worrying about this. I should be. Trying to inv- like get into some of those, yeah. get into not get into but like <laughs> go out more and like talk yeah. to beautiful girl. Like there's so much more to it than I just me. I, I think you mean like get into like yeah. getting into not literally yeah, get, yeah, into exactly. the, like, get into yeah. it. It's a little less crass than you yeah. just made it sound. <laughs> get in there. Yeah. But like that was, I think that was part of uh, his kind of like realization that there's more to it than just me and my poutiness. Like. There's things out there, and he's like, there are things outside of his own life. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like, things are gonna go wrong. You can't just poop your pants every time they do. And then, I mean, that obviously comes to a head with the the scene in the garage where they're trying to roll back the the miles. That was my remember when I was like, okay, one thing I hate about this movie is like that bugged me. But that bugged me, and I was like, oh yeah, the scene's coming up, and I saw it, and then even then, they're like, it's not working. So they 
resolve it in themselves so they realize it's not working not like they thought it would happen and it just doesn't happen because i was like you can't do that i mean i don't have yeah. a car and you're driving a car i mean driving a car that does not how things work but like i know <laughs> that that you can't do that it's a metaphor for life baby you <laughs> yeah. can't roll back your miles yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's very true <laughs> there you go once, once you spend them <laughs> but to think that they could do that but then they even say that oh it's not working and then he gets pissed off so it's like so I can't even get mad at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was yeah. my number one, like, oh, yeah, they tried to do that. That was stupid. Yeah. But, but they then, even themselves say it's not working. Yeah, so. and he's like, and then, well, we'll he just comes bust up, it We'll open. crack open the odometer and roll it back by hand, and then yeah. and then camera's just like, no, I'll yeah. face him. I'll deal with it. That's when he, like, realizes yeah. he has to kind of, like... And then I'm like, okay, you realize it's not working. <laughs> Take the brick off the damn fucking, <laughs> fucking acceleration. Mm-hmm. Keeps yeah. kicking it. It's just curb stomping it. <laughs> But I did like that he kept kicking it. He kicked it, and he's pissed off. But he's like, even uh, Matt, like uh, Ferris, is kind of like realizing that he's getting it, kind of in a way. And then he kicks it off, and even Ferris is like, "I'll take the blame," like because he, he loves him. That like that's true friendship. Yeah. Like you yeah. tell, it's like I'll take blame. Your parents hate me already. Yeah. I'll take it. And he's like, "No, this one's mine." And yeah. it's like, his true like he's getting it all yeah, he's exactly. getting into it yeah. if you will yeah exactly <laughs> he's gonna fuck his dad <laughs> no <laughs> not where we're going that's how they do it in that family <laughs> he's getting it and I like that I like that <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> damn it Chris so yeah <laughs> I love the scene where they kill the car. It's like yeah. such a beautiful. And he says that he said, killed you car. killed the car, which yeah. is like it's perfect dialogue yeah. for that. Like, it's so wild that car people got pissed off about that. That's funny. Yeah, but, but just, I guess you. I guess because yeah, it was that's supposed okay. to be like one of a hundred made if it yeah. was the real deal. But yeah, but even having that that like very vague, but everyone again can kind of relate to like the dad loves this car more than he loves me or like my wife or my wife my mom so it's like that kind of <laughs> that's another problem sorry yeah, well, okay. <laughs> but like the, I, everyone in a way <laughs> everyone way that's like, how they do it in this family I guess <laughs> yeah. it was just like a good poke at like not every family is perfect and like and like I, you know, everyone's got like a shitty mom or a shitty dad or like whatever. Like this, like this pokes you in the right spot where you can be like, yeah. <laughs> and even if you don't have like a shitty mom or a shitty dad, saying I the wrong things. <laughs> but I mean, I mean real. I can't be sipping when you're saying poke that right spot, <laughs> baby. Uh, coming from a real place, but I'm saying the wrong things. The next next note I have is they come together. <laughs> for me to know. <laughs> I like seeing them come together as friends around this like moment. Yeah. Even and then, it's like, you did that shit with your car, but there's more to it than life than like worrying about that kind of stuff, yeah. even though that is probably the worst thing that's happened in the movie. Yeah, but it's like, you're gonna fuck shit up in life and you can't can't just can't lie in bed about it. And put the brick on reverse mm-hmm. and redo it. You just gotta accept. You gotta. Jay, a fine poet Jay Z said, "You gotta learn to live with regrets." Mm-hmm. And like that's as simple as uh-huh. it is. You gotta get that dirt off your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> he also yes, says that. Say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I wrote eyes lock, it's on. Uh, oh i think that's when he's running home after he says goodbye to sloan and he makes eye contact with genie and it's fucking oh yeah i love that one of the most classic chase sequences in the movie that was so good i didn't even know and again the song through the backyards yeah and the mom's driving or the sister's driving the mom home and she like stops because fucking what's his name's running across the street and she sees him and they lock eyes and like oh he's like she's like I'm trying to get home and she's like I'm driving mom home it's like fuck you you're done <laughs> brother sister love so she's speeding off mom doesn't somehow doesn't see because yeah. the parents don't see shit yeah. Yeah. even Same his dad, dad. Yeah. he's running beside <laughs> like, him he looked at him like, you know the side of your son's face right. I would hope and then he looks back and he's gone yeah. <laughs> this is like a race of time I gotta and get then, home before and, mom and dad get home and seeing the dad like stuck behind that old lady swerving yeah. I was like this is so like that stressful was, <laughs> and that panning shot through the backyards like the trampoline over the pool and everything like oh god when he's falling in slow motion I was like this is fucking dope and like like, three minutes pass by in the other half of the movie as he's falling (laughs) and there's like a bunch of people getting out of the car it was great and yeah, and like at this point, I kind of forgot about Rooney when he like goes for the key, and then it's like that was a great gotcha. That was a great like oh yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's it like, was oh, a he's huge here? twist yeah. for me. <laughs> Even like I've seen this so many times, yeah. and like it still it's got like a me. Big twist in like a in like a just a place you don't expect it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're like okay, this is where the movie yeah. ends up. Happily. And it's kind of like the villains like ha ha, I won. And, yeah. and, and then, then his sister's sister, even like. I won, but then she's like, she sees him, and, yeah, all right, and the guy's saying some shit, and she's like, fuck. So, so she opens the door, acts cool, and is like, get him in. She walked you off from the hospital. Can't be outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you forgot your walk. That was the best. Yeah. That was the best. Like she was just saying, all this stuff. I was like, well, he's still gonna get mad, but then she brings it. Well, you left this in the kitchen, like from earlier, yeah. and he's just like, Ooh! his eyes open. He's like, I'll get out of here. Yeah. And then the dog gets him again. Yeah. It's just the, oh yeah, they close the door, and the dog wakes up. Yeah, and then Ferris runs to his room. He like gets in bed, gets set up, and like lies down. And then the snoring starts, and he like pulls the ball he caught out at the game out of his pocket (laughs) and like tosses it, rolls into the like mitt on the floor. I was like, that's just perfect. He's taking off his shoes. He has socks that have a bunch of flags on it. One is a Swiss flag. The one is a Canadian flag. I'm almost 100% sure. All right, all right. <laughs> Freeze frame that. Yeah. Check it out. Let me know. Add that yeah. time to be trivia. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of flags. He loves flags because he's got the Union Jack on his door or something yeah. like that. He likes flags. Mm-hmm. Saw he, that. I had to go back a he, lot of times. He had a pretty sick pair of shoes on. The whole yeah. white dress yeah. shoes, black oh, laces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had the coat. His whole ensemble. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like you were saying, it was expensive. Everyone's vest. wearing great clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Sloan. Sloan's coat. Yeah, oh, yeah. You've got a tassel jacket. You, <laughs> yeah, that coat was beautiful. Tassels. You can't go wrong. <laughs> she was great. She's, she was like, very, like a very strong character that's saying and doing more than saying but saying very minimal but like yeah, you feel doing a lot yeah yeah, yeah. she was yeah. yeah she was subtle but her presence was very strong yeah 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 so at this point yeah the movie's kind of wrapping up we get the end credits that i even enjoyed there was that. double there was a couple of like uh, yeah. fucking post credit credit things yeah. nick fury moment or two <laughs> yeah. 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 rooney's like 
<clears throat> walking down the street all disheveled, and a bus picks him up. Yeah. <laughs> he sits uh, with a bunch of kids. Yeah, and then this, little, this girl's like, Oh, they're so a, warm. You want a gummy bear? They're stuck together. They're so warm. See, this this <laughs> made me a little uncomfortable. But I was like, I think I know where Molly Shannon found her, like Catholic, Catholic school girl character. It's <laughs> yeah. like, that girl was ridiculous. Thick, very thick glasses. Yeah. They, like, custom-made those glasses for her. They made her nauseous. The, like, glasses were so thick, and they were so heavy, she had to tilt her head back so they didn't <laughs> oh fall off. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, the, yeah, that was weird with the whole thing about that guy. Yeah. I and, didn't like that. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, get out of he's here. Like, the movie's still over. here? Yeah, which is, like, a fun thing that no movies ever do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, give yeah. me more of these weird, fun things that, like, I don't know. It just makes the viewer, like... I'm a part of this. I'm, I'm, which like just adds on to like the, the why it's a classic. Why everyone kind of likes this movie. Why? Because it's, it's self-aware yeah, and inclusive. Yeah, it includes yeah. you and it makes you like it or a part of it, whether you like it or not. Yeah. It's like, just wants to make you yeah. feel good. And I was yeah. the whole time I was looking to see things that were bad, like seriously, and like only a couple things happened, and they were arguably maybe not bad like I could see there wasn't like a define like this is stupid and it's stupid 100% there was everything was like well and that's a lot of teen movies where it's yeah. like this is dumb <laughs> there's no like what's another teen movie that's like this only John Hughes only movies. John Hughes yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. it's like the new guy isn't <laughs> 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 okay. no not at all American Pie it's like there's movies oh, that try and like close. try and be like this is a fun teen movie but like They'll get, like, all they take away is, like, oh, we can be gross, like this movie, yeah. where it's, like, to get that, like, sweetness and realness, you have to, like, have yeah. a balance, where it's, like, one character can be cuckoo bananas in Ferris, yeah. and, like, Cameron has to be the character on planet Earth. Yeah. I mean, it's a very different movie, but I would argue Superbad is, is similarly relatable. Yeah. But yeah. it, but from such a different era yeah. and yeah. such a different like even it's like it's the same it's genre look. but yeah. it's a very yeah. different feel. One degree of separation away from those guys, we've had a I've I won't necessarily out her by name, but w w on the show has been someone who dated the real life McLovin. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Wow! In high school, yeah. yeah. Chris from his class. Yeah. Oh, there no, you no, go. no, no, no. Like the Car real oh, life yeah. person oh, that McLovin's yeah. based on. Oh shit! Yeah. The real. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the real McLovin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, shout out, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Person who's been on the show a few times, great guest. But, let's hop into some gold darn fun facts yeah, before we get into some five-star reviews. So, Ben Stein said he got the role of Bueller's teacher through Six Degrees of Separation. Richard Nixon introduced him to a man named Bill Sapphire, who wrote for the New York Times. He introduced... Ben Stein to an executive at Warner Brothers who introduced him to a casting director, Jesus. introduced him to John Hughes, and since there's some of the few Republicans in Hollywood, and John Hughes decided to put him in the movie. And um, Hughes said that Stein was an easy choice for a role of a teacher. He wasn't a professional actor. He had a flat voice, and he looked like a teacher. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny, because that, that's his whole... 
He's maybe in it for like a couple seconds, but that Bueller, that's like yeah. iconic. Unforgettable. <laughs> yeah. His yeah. fucking voice. I had actually heard that piece of trivia before, and that's how I learned that John Hughes is a Republican. And it's like, the fact that this collaboration came about because of the Republican Party, I'm like, huh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like them, but <laughs> I... <laughs> that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Hughes selected the songs personally for the film. He nice. wanted to pick wow. obscure, uh, like movies that the average movie going audience wouldn't know and you want to, it to all feel Beatles new. Song? So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, The Beatles song's one of the few and same yeah. with Dog of Shane. But, um, yeah. It got, like, oh yeah, got re-released after this and became oh, yeah. a hit. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and Ferris was named after a lifelong friend of John Hughes, Bert Bueller. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I thought Ferris was an interesting name. Yeah, Ferris Wheel. I've never met one. Yeah. yeah. I only know a wheel named Ferris. Yeah. It must have been named after a real Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it must have been a wheel Ferris. <laughs> a wheel? Yeah. He's a wheel, He's a wheel. <laughs> but uh, the parade scene took multiple days to film. Uh, Matthew Broderick spent a bunch of time learning how to dance for it, okay. and he was super scared. They were carefully choreographed dance scenes that he worked out, but then he fucked up his leg doing the running in the backyard oh, scene, shit. so he couldn't do any of the moves, so they had to, like, throw away all the dancing and just, like, improvise. They put a, like, sock, like Jackie Chan rumble in the Bronx, they put a sock that looked like a shoe, and then he just kind of danced. Yeah, it wasn't, like, fully broken, but it was, like, his knee was fucked, so he was like, I can't just be, like throwing moves but the guy it might who, have like, been a little cheesy if they had like yeah. dance moves I've yeah. been, I would have been like if it was like fully choreographed like, yeah. yeah this is not this doesn't happen yeah. <laughs> but um, the guy who choreographed the dancing uh, also directed Hocus Pocus <laughs> and a Ooh, few other flicks okay, yeah. okay. this dude I think his name was Ronnie Ortega somewhere in here Ortega's his last name for sure <laughs> might have been Robert but um, but uh, <clears throat> Ferris was going to say the line, Come next year, I'll be the first kid to ride on the space shuttle. It was featured in trailers for it, but then five months before the movie was released, the Challenger exploded. So then they had to pull that from the movie and they had to like recut all the trailers. Doesn't. Yeah, Yeah. doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, The French restaurant that uh, they go to is Chez. Shakey's, Q U I S, which is a pun because said aloud it is Shakey's. And early drafts of the screenplay had Ferris's family having younger siblings. When it came time to edit, the final draft has like evidence of it because there's like child's drawings on the fridge and there's like a picture in his dad's office where there's two more kids, I think. Oh, weird. Yeah. So Jeannie was supposed to be, like, the middle sibling. Uh, they almost used the same principle as the Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they, it would have, like, taken place in the same high school. And that like, would have been wild. Yeah, I believe I, it was shot yeah, in the same high yeah, school, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah. It, so it, like, it does take place in the same high school, but it, like, would have had, like, instead of Rooney, it would have been principal from Breakfast Club is in it again. But hmm. I feel like I'm glad they went different, because it is a pretty different tone. <laughs> Yeah. Um, B Club. Uh, Richard Roper of Ebert and Roper named this as his favorite film of all time. Really? Yeah. 
He's a good reviewer. I like his taste. I do like to see what they say when I do movies on this thing. I do like to see what my boys <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. Ebert, good, good fella. R.I.P. Even yeah. Siskel. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. Siskel. Exactly. Siskel was a good time. Um, John, uh, John Hughes intended the movie to be more focused on the characters and the plot. He said, I know how the movie begins and I know how it ends. I don't ever know the rest. But that doesn't seem to matter. It's not the events that are important, it's the characters going through the events. Therefore, I make them as full and real as I can. This time I wanted to create a character who would handle everyone and everything. I feel like he succeeded on that full, full tilt. Yeah, and it Um, kind of does kind of work with the whole younger, you know, you're in high school, you don't really know, but you're dealing with everything well, but it's like, you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's a lot more out there. Yeah. Uh, the scene where Ferris is drawing the naked woman on his computer was supposed oh, yeah. to be broadcast onto like screens in the, like downtown Chicago in the movie. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that got cut out. Um, Charlie Sheen said a few years later that watching his one scene in the movie made him want to punch himself in the mouth. <laughs> really? Yeah, he, I thought he was good. Yeah. He was like a strong, wise character. Yeah. Well, he basically repeated the character on the show The Goldbergs because they do a lot of like oh. 80s movie shoutouts. So he like reprised the same kind of role oh, on there. Nice. Like fucking Freddy Krueger's been on there and shit like that. Like, yeah, it's the last time Freddy's been on the screen. <laughs> on the Goldbergs. Um, Tom Skerritt was considered Skerritt? for Principal Rooney, so he's from that would have been Alien. Different. Yeah, he's a very, he's a much more serious I would have accepted <laughs> yeah. uh, that 70s show guy. Uh, Red Foreman? No, no. The Fonz. Oh, Henry Winkler. Winkler. Henry Winkler. I he was on oh, that 70s <laughs> show. Guess, no, did I say that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Did I? Yeah. Did you what mean, did mean? Happy Days? Yes, yeah. Happy Days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah that 70s show <laughs> from the 70s is called Happy Days. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically the same thing with different era. It's like, it's like, oh, it's like the Bob and Red are not in that <laughs> I almost guarantee he's in one episode of yeah. that 70s show. I imagine God of Bob as the principal, yeah. <laughs> as Ed Rooney, and I'm like, that doesn't fit. No. <laughs> I'd watch it. I feel like Bob's okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Red Foreman is insane as the bad guy in RoboCop. Kurt, Kurt Smith, yeah. I think that's wow. his name. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's a true fucking psycho in that movie. That movie's violent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gory. Fucked. Yeah, he shoots a man <laughs> to bits. And he's at one point he's like, the Tigers are playing tonight. <laughs> it's like, this has nothing to do with anything, but I like it. <laughs> um, Have you done the RoboCop movie? Oh yeah, I did just yeah. I think I might have done all of them. At like one the point, new one. Uh, no, I haven't done the new one. I've not seen that. I didn't one. see yeah. it. I don't want to. <laughs> They're supposed to do like a ter- new Terminator style one where they skip all the others and just make a straight up sequel. Oh, yeah. And it's written by Neil Blomkamp. Mm. Who, like I've really dug his YouTube stuff he's been doing. First oh. two. Last Kirkwood Smith shout out. At one point, he like. Puts fingers in his mouth and then dips it in dude's glass of wine. It's like <laughs> one of the most perverse things I've ever seen. When did you do that? In, in Robocop, he's oh, okay. just like. This <laughs> 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 pure power just move. Fingers a glass of wine, and I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> so Eric Stoltz auditioned for the role of Ferris, but he. 
I had also starred in some kind of wonderful written by John Hughes, but like denied, didn't want the role basically. Um, according to Alan Ruck, in one version of the ending, Cameron's father comes home and kills him by throwing him out of a window, and <laughs> Ferris and Sloane get married and then divorced. Oh. Glad they <laughs> threw all that out. That's a sad ending. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like a thrown out of a fucking window. Like, jeez. It's not so. Uh, Mia Sarah almost didn't get to play Sloane because she got pretty far along into the... Uh, casting process in Labyrinth. Oh. So she was almost in that instead. But I could have seen Connolly in Ferris Bueller instead. Yeah. yeah. That would have worked. Uh, the role of Cameron was originally offered to Emilio Estevez who turned okay. it down. And Alan Ruck <laughs> said in an interview every time I see Emilio I want to kiss him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right like on. Um, yeah, so the original running time for first cut was two hours, 45 minutes. Wow. So there's like a full other Ferris Bueller yeah. movie this out is there. It's just over an hour and a half, is it? Yeah. yeah. So it's like there's almost double out there. That's wild. Um, Hugh said he had Matthew Broderick in mind when he was writing the screenplay. He was quoted as saying, certain guys would have played Ferris, and you would have thought, where's my wallet? <laughs> I, I had to have that look, that charm to come through. Jimmy Stewart could have played Ferris at 15. I needed Matthew. And I feel like watching the TV show, it's just like, yeah, this character could be a fucking piece of garbage. You could just <laughs> so easily. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall turned down the role of Cameron to avoid being typecast. Um... In order to keep the Rottweiler focused on Ed Rooney, John Hughes had Jeffrey Jones carry a raw steak in his pocket. <laughs> uh, when Rooney's fighting with the intercom at Ferris's house, there's a shot in the kitchen, and on the refrigerator is a drawing of John Hughes by his six-year-old son on the oh, fridge. Nice. Um, <clears throat> and potentially done by the kids that they, they never had, or his brothers yeah, and sisters. Yeah, yeah, that they were cut out. Exactly. Yeah. So it's the same high school as Weird Science, 16 Candles, and The Breakfast Club. Okay. Um, the line Ferris says in the bathroom at the French restaurant about Cameron's house being very pretty and very cold was originally supposed to be said by Allison Ali Sheedy in The Breakfast Club hmm. in reference to her home life. Uh, the referent... Restaurant. Restaurant. The restaurant where Ferris and company <laughs> go to eat is the same one that Jake and Elle would terrorize in the Blues Brothers. And okay. it's the same restaurant from St. Elmo's Fire as well. Another John mm. Hughesy, Brat Packy vibe. Uh, the painting that Cameron admires is called no. Sunday Afternoon on the island of La Grande Jatte by Georges Sarat. And the Dottie one, yeah. still on display, as Spencer oh. said. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and it is the inspiration for a long-running Broadway musical called Sunday in the Park with George. Ooh, Rob Lowe, John Cusack, Jim Carrey, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., and Michael J. Fox were all considered for Ferris Bueller. Wow. J. Fox. Yeah, I feel like Jay... 
Jim Carrey? No. no. A little too disingenuous. <laughs> yeah, he would have been the asshole of the Ace Ventura honest. version. Of his, <laughs> where it's like, okay, Ferris is kind of a prick, but I like him. <laughs> but, uh, Jay Fox would have been good. Jay Fox would have been good. I wonder about Downey. Downey could have been good, I think. Yeah. And maybe even Tom Cruise. Young enough, or like Tom, young looking Tom Cruise might not have worked. Even the only reason yeah. I think that would have worked because it is a risky business. Yeah, because little fourth yeah. wall sort yeah. of stuff in there. I too. don't know, because Tom Cruise, another movie that Mia Sarah, is that her name? Yeah, he's in Legend. 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 Tom Cruise, that came out a year before, and Tom Cruise looks baby-faced. Like, yeah, he could he's have done BB, this. He's BBF. But he's not, yeah, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the, uh, yeah, he yeah. doesn't have the... He doesn't have the easy, yeah. like, the Macaulay Culkin charm yeah, that, yeah, yeah, brought, yeah. Yeah, that exactly. uh, Broderick has. Um, Rock and Matthew Broderick previously acted together on a Broadway production of Biloxi Blues, which was right before the filming of this, so they were kind of like friends. Which is why they this. get along so well in filming early, yeah. which is what, one of the things that made Hughes like them so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like they had an easy rapport, so we basically like lived in Matthew Broderick's trailer when they were filming it, and he, the voice that he was doing over the phone <laughs> was an imitation of their former director from the play they did. Mm. So that's why he was doing the like, hey, you listen here, Rooney. You're an asshole. <laughs> So, yeah, I was trying to crack up Broderick, but there's even, like, some special features on the, like, DVD where Broderick is interviewing, like, the other cast members, and it's like, it seems like they're having as much fun off screen as they are on screen. Yeah, it seems like they're having a Ferris Bueller time making it, so. (laughs) Um... (laughs) The short scene with the coughing keyboard was improvised by Matthew Broderick, as was the like clarinet scene. He just saw clarinet in the room, and he's like, oh, I know how to play that. And then like <laughs> someone handed it to him, and he's like, okay, start rolling. And he's like, bang, bang. And he's like, didn't you take the lessons? <laughs> so yeah. He's so good. Um, and according to John Hughes, Cameron was based in large part on one of his high school friends, who's sort of a lost person. His family neglected him, so he took that as a license to really pamper himself. When he thought he was sick, he actually felt better. And my notes just jumped. <laughs> Here we go. When he, uh, yeah, sorry. When he was legitimately sick, he actually felt good because it was difficult. It was difficult trying to have to invent diseases, but when he actually had something, he was relaxed. Um. So several key moments in the movie were made in the editing room, such as Rooney getting kicked three times was originally one time, but they extended it to make it better. Yeah, and uh, the kiss in front of Rooney was originally just a brief kiss, but then they elongated it in editing to make it seem even <laughs> grosser. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Um, the outfit that Ferris has on, the hat, sunglasses, and trench coat, can be seen on a mannequin in his room behind his door as his parents leave his room at the very start of the movie. So he's like already setting it up. The license plates in the movie are all abbreviations for titles for other films by John Hughes. Hmm. Katie's license plate is VCTN, 
National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, Genie's <laughs> is TBC, The Breakfast Club. Tom's is M M O M, Mr. Mom. <laughs> yeah, Rooney's is 4 F B D O, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And uh, the exception to the rule is Cameron's father's Ferrari, which has the license plate Nervous. <laughs> really? And R F E O U S. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, Alan Ruck was worried that he'd be 10 years out of step because he was 29 and wouldn't know anything about what was cool and hip and all that junk. But when he was, he said when he was going to high school, he didn't know any of that stuff either. So he thought, oh, I'll just be me. And that fit the character because he was kind of a loner. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and he was like surprised to find him cast so young they were asking him if he was surprised that he was cast so young and he was like no because when I was 18 I looked like I was 12 so it might just be a genetic imbalance hot dogs in the scene where Sloane and Rooney are standing outside uh, the old school in the background the school in the background is John Hughes's old school Uh, Charlie Sheen was recommended by Jennifer Grey after they did Red Dawn together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hughes personally designed Ferris's bedroom, which mirrored mm-hmm. mostly his own high school bedroom. Uh, it was disorganized and a series of pop culture references yeah. and other bits and bobs. Tons of cool like posters and weird knickknacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Could you could yeah you could spend hours just looking at everything in his room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very well done. Um, when, whenever Rooney and Ferris have a conversation with each other, only one of them speaks throughout the entire conversation, and the other's completely silent. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, the hand that presses the speaker button on Cameron's phone belongs to John Hughes, because no one was getting the shot right, he shot it after everyone else went home (laughs) himself and used his own hand. Um, in court, according to the Inside Story documentary, Charlie, Charlie Sheen's character is named Garth Volbeck, and mm. yeah, there was going to be a big um, backstory yeah. that like the Volbecks are a family that Ferris's mom was showing their house to as a oh. realtor, and if you look closely, you see a tow truck that to- the tow truck that tows Rooney's car is Volbeck's wrecking service, oh. and uh, it would have shown them as friends in the eighth grade. Garth's family is pretty messed up and Ferris tried to help and be his friend and Garth eventually dropped out of high school and wound up in the police station so that's why he's so intent on not letting Cameron slip through the cracks as well um so Edie McClurg the uh, woman who played the uh, like Rooney's secretary uh, told Vanity Fair magazine that her, like, she thought her character's hairdo should be from the 60s. They hired a hairdresser who didn't really know how to do something like that, so she did her own hair entirely herself. <laughs> and uh, John Hughes asked her when she showed up on set, how many pencils do you think you can fit in that hair? <laughs> they tested it with three pencils, and a fourth one fell out, and that's where that joke came uh, about. Because he was pulling like, out pencils. Yeah, because he was like, "How many pencils can you hold in your hair? How stiff is it?" Um, <laughs> Mia Sarah said that Matthew Broderick 
actually tickled her feet and knees to get her naf- to laugh naturally in the taxi scene. <laughs> um, and after working together on Weird Science, John Hughes offered Bill Paxton the role of the, gar- the garage attendant, but Paxton turned it down because he felt it was too small, but later admitted he regretted turning it down because he was never offered another John Hughes role again. That would have been very different. Bill yeah. Paxton. Yeah, yeah, he would have had a different kind of sleaze for sure. <laughs> I'd watch that movie too, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, John, uh, yeah. Ooh, boy. John Hughes almost cast Molly Ringwald in the role of Sloan, but uh, Ringwald said, John wouldn't let me do it. He said the part wasn't big enough for me. I was like, well, that's a pretty big part. <laughs> yeah. And she did fall it's off after sm- that. It is a small part. But yeah. Yeah. And uh, the actors, uh, Cindy Pickett and Lyman Ward, who played Ferris's parents, got married in real life after doing this movie, wow. but later divorced in 1992. Ooh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a life spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler your life. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... So an idea for a sequel had gone around for years with Ferris being in college or on the job somewhere, but the idea was dropped. Matthew Broderick felt the film didn't need a sequel because it was a specific time and place that we'd all like to revisit and didn't need an update. Yeah, an update would have ruined it. I agree. Much or at least tainted these, it. All these reboots, it's, I mean, it's like tainting. It's Hughes was pretty good at doing a sequel. Like, I think Christmas Vacation yeah. is the third vacation and the best of them, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. Did he so. write both of them? Yeah. Oh, dang. He even wrote number three. He wrote Home Alone 3. Hmm. Wild shit. Two's good. Yeah. Uh, Two's fucking dope. Two Marv good. getting electrocuted. One of the best laughs I've had in my life. <laughs> two is Lost in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Pigeon Lady, yeah. Curry. Bricks to the face. Schneider. Get out of town. Trump's in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> best president. Totally. Best side character. Totally downplaying the current. He's easily the best president that's ever been in a John Hughes movie. Yeah. He's exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, not even John. He's it's written, yeah. directed by someone else. Uh, Christopher Columbus. Columbus is too. Also, yeah, he oh. directed both of them. Nice. Yeah, yeah. the Christmas boys themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, fucking Christopher Columbus also did Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, he's the, he did Harry he, Potter one. Yeah. yeah, and he did the fucking he's uh, Kurt Russell Christmas director, movie. Yeah. He's like all about the Christmas. My <laughs> girlfriend loves Harry Potter, so I've been watching like behind the scenes shit for Harry Potter one, and like he is the reason why that movie is kind of good, like mm-hmm. decent, because the things he had to do with these kids that have never acted before. It's like he's a professional. It's yeah. Like, the dudes, the bomb. Ooh, I'm a, of course, he like he opened up the world, and there's better ones. But like without that being the first one, like if that one had been shit. Yeah, I don't think done. it would have yeah. been as good as it is exactly. now. It's like he found a group of kids yeah. who could carry eight movies. Yeah. Like, but he did a lot of the, like their acting. He was like their babysitter, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> but, was, but do this. Wa- don't look, Ron. Don't laugh. Yeah. Like he had to. Really and <laughs> even watching Home Alone, it's like the behind the scenes stuff on that. It's like he is playing like babysitter duty on yeah. that. But it's like. Kind of just got to be in that mode of where. <laughs> you got to sneeze. Mama mia. But I mean, let's see his snooze. Yeah, I mean he's he was he's in with Hughes. Like I feel like he's got the. He, if anything, Hughes probably taught him a thing or two. That's mm-hmm. why he's so good right now. <laughs> or, yeah, because so a couple of good old boys. Yeah. Um. 
I really do wish Hughes was still alive. He probably would have made so many more classics. Exactly. Like modern classics. Like, like nobody's made a modern classic compared to like how these ones touch everyone. Like no one's done like that in like yeah. a new setting. It's like, like there's for like, like the kids, you know? Yeah, for like, the youth say, of, like for today. If I'm trying to like pick a teen movie that like actually nailed it, the last one I can think of is maybe Mean Girls and that was like yeah. maybe 20 fucking years ago at this point. Almost, like, yeah, it's, usually 15. Yeah, it's like it's getting up there and like that's like good because it's written by a bunch of like great comedy writers and like super bad and like yeah. stuff like that but it's like there's not really many other movies that have like the same like this movie has like such heart and energy yeah. that like an yeah. earnestness. Well, well, like like I said, Superbad is like a modern classic, but at the same time, it's it's still that raunchy comedy kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. none of John Hughes' movies played to that. Like yeah. they were all just there's like a, heart. There's and, like a little bit of that in this, but not much. No, apparently. Like, really. like yeah. I I I was in on the Superbad train, unfortunately, but I, that like th- this didn't even vaguely touched the why I was mad at Superbad like this was a whole nother level and it's PG it's like I feel like that's harder so you can resort to like shitty poo poo jokes and stuff like that which is funny don't get me wrong but it's like to not do that and make it like it's own thing with like make it like like a real emotion you don't see that these days yeah 100% like we need a new Hughes in our life Mm -hmm. one day Mamma Mia Mamma Mia Mamma Mia director yeah, I mean, like, uh, like Thumbsucker is probably my other favorite, like, teen yeah, that's a good movie, one. and it's, like, kind of hits that emotional vibe and still makes me laugh yeah. hard, but I feel like most people wouldn't find that laugh out loud funny in the yeah. way that I do. So. And then even, like, that has a lot of good characters that are adults, like, I like Hughes, like, focuses on young people, and, like, mm-hmm. every, all the old characters are kind of, like, yeah. distant, they don't really know what's going yeah. on, like, it's I would all say about like, the youth of it, and, like... How real like, it is. Mike Judge might be the only other person who I could see making a movie like this if Mike yeah. Judge did a like high school yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think he could yeah. hit this tone. Yeah. Um, so, psh, 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 let's see. Uh, Hughes had Ben Stein actually just talk about a bunch of actual economic stuff he remembered from school in that lecture, so that's <laughs> just like him spitting from his brain. Um, Matthew Broderick and... Jennifer Grey became engaged after this movie. What? But tragically, approximately a year later, uh, when Broderick had finished shooting another movie, was when he had the like that was the car accident. Car accident where he like was behind the wheel and killed. Two she was people. the passenger. Yeah, yeah. And so that was his sister in the movie. Yeah, they became married after. Yeah, or engaged. engaged. But then like married I his think, sister. Well, I think the <laughs> <Try yeah. again. laughs> His family's <laughs> but, so the viewers do yeah, <laughs> but yeah it was just like that story's fucked in its own right I encourage you, you listeners to read up on that can't go into it all here because I don't want to bum you out on the Ferris app yeah I heard um, she got a nose job too which the people were pissed off about yeah, I, I saw <laughs> interviews of her now but like She's looking great. Yeah, like, even Sloan, they're beautiful women. Yeah, exactly. Still <laughs> Kill got it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I chose to end this on this fun fact last, specifically, because Ben Stein found himself to be exceptionally moved by the movie, calling it the most life-affirming movie possibly of the entire post-war period. Wow. This is the comedy's what gone to the wind is to epics. It will never die because it responds to and calls forth such human emotions. It isn't dirty. There's nothing mean-spirited about it. 
There's nothing sneering or sniggering about it. It's just wholesome. We want to be free. We want to have a good time. We know we're not going to be able to do it for all of our lives. We know we're going to have to buckle down and work. We know we're going to have to eventually become family men and women and have responsibilities and pay our bills. But just give us a couple of good days that we can look back on. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Perfect. And with that, let's hop into some five-star reviews. Hot dog. Out of five big old stars. Who wants to throw down first? I guess I'll go. Okay, so yeah, like I was saying, I mean, I remember enjoying this movie as a kid. It was always on TV, and then as a kid you just watch these movies. A TBS classic for yeah, sure. Very <laughs> much so. I would never, I would never, like, they don't touch a movie, I would never pick it to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I was a fool. Because, I mean, I watched it this morning, and, and I was looking for things to be mad about. And I seriously only found two that I said earlier. It's like, it's, you could argue about it, that there's young teens in them, whatever. Would you say the only thing you're mad about is Ferris Bueller himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mad about He's you. too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mad about you, Helen yeah. Hunt. Okay, so, I don't know. I tried to find things bad, and I just kept having fun. And as, as like... It's not as deep and like, um, like it's not a crazy story. Things are very simple, but it's very like impacting on like just your average Joe. And everyone, like I was saying, like, everyone can relate vaguely on a whole bunch of the things that happen in this. And I've been struggling to think what I'd give it out of five stars. Because, like I said, I wouldn't pick to watch it, but it is a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I've only watched a couple of Hughes movies. But I would. I'm gonna have to say just to be safe, I'm gonna give it a three point five, because it's a great movie. Like I should give it a four, but it's just not a movie that I would that I would want to. Yeah. Wa- like not that I, I want to watch, but like. But did this reviewing maybe change that for you? Definitely. That, like yeah. you'd think twice for if sure. you saw Ferris on your shelf. I was ready to shit on this movie, and I saw it. I was like, I can't even shit on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> shit somewhere yeah, else. <laughs> shit got sucked right back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's, but that said, I think that it's a sounds very, like a gentleman's four. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gentleman's four for sure. Like it's a great movie. It's very well done and. And what I love about movies is what Hughes nails in this movie. It's just the little trinkets, like the little, whoop, the side yeah. flick of his mouth, doing that. The, every, like, there's an old man in the bathroom in the fancy restaurant. He's just looking at the ground. He looks so sad. But like, there's these all these little things that just add on to everything. The world building, it's like I feel like I'm there. The fourth wall breaks, like my first fourth wall break. It's definitely... Ahead of its time, I think. It's like, it's definitely nailed a bunch of things, and I feel like a lot of people stole a shitload of stuff from this. And it was like, for 86, it's yeah. woke as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, just, the I'm women like, get to, like, have some true, strength yeah. and fun. Yeah. And like, Very much so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't follow the same basics of any movie, and it kind of does its own thing, and but it's great. So I'm 3.5, and I, I sh- like, yeah. it should be more, yeah. I think. But I'm just like... I'm just not a huge Hughes fan, but I like. Yeah. I think it's a great movie, and yeah. it's very well thought out to every last, like every last detail. Yeah. 
Give me a spin-off movie about those park boys. Those, <laughs> those, those parking attendants. Those parking attendants. I, I, every time I saw them, I was, whoa, I was so happy. I had no idea why. It's like, why do I love these people so much? Like, they're having the same kind of day yeah. as Ferris, though. Yeah, even oh. if you, like, don't like the story, it's just, like, it makes you feel good visually and just, like, I don't know, it's... It's worth... Everyone should watch it, I think, at least once. If you yeah. like it, you don't. It's a must-watch yeah. film. Yeah. Just for cinema and, like, doing things that are different and just, like, capturing... Because that's what I'm saying. Like, the parade things. Like, why is this happening? I don't know, but I love it. Mm-hmm. It's like, give me more of it. It's yeah. like, all these things happen that you don't... doesn't need to make sense because it's, like, visually pleasing yeah. and that's, it makes sense. That's why it's a great movie. It's, yeah. like, a pure movie in that it's, like, it doesn't have to necessarily yeah. add up as like this takes x yeah. amount of minutes and blah 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 it's, but it's very like, much an example yeah. of something that's greater than the sum of its parts like yeah. if you took each and any of those one individual crazy scenes and had it as just as its own like sketch it's like that'd be cool it'd be interesting yeah. but all like agglomerated together it becomes this thing that's like just this like carson said it just it makes you feel good watching it like yeah it, yeah yeah what do you give it out of five? Well, I mean, I, I might be a little bit, a little bit biased. I did specifically request this film. Yeah, for, and you uh, also wrote a project about this. I, I did write an essay about this in uh, in the twelfth grade, and then also in my second year of undergraduate. What was uh, the, What was the synopsis? Of, like what? Uh, comparing it to both were essentially about the 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 painting in in the, the art institute oh, of Chicago. Okay. It, was a, it was about that singular moment with with yeah. uh, with Cameron and the realization exactly. Yeah. Like I basically did like a half art history piece on the history of the the art itself and how that worked in with with John Hughes's life and how that worked in with the character of Cameron. That's cute. That's really cute. <laughs> So I would, I probably, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'd give it like a, easily like a 4.8. Mm-hmm. 4.8? Yeah. Like, uh, I could give it a 5 and not be yeah. enough. But I mean, if Carson's only giving three fives. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's like, for Carson, that's basically a 5. He's like, yeah. he'd give Citizen Kane a 1. <laughs> like, that's a, he's a hard rater. Even though Citizen I, who? I, I love this movie with all my heart. I agree. Every Everyone should, should see this movie at least yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute banger. I tried to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't. <laughs> Unhateable. I yeah. feel like, yeah, it's just like a movie that shouldn't be as good as it is, but it like, it's life affirming, heartwarming, like, yeah. it makes you like, feel good in like the Kevin McAllister, James Bond way where it's like, this person is unstoppable, but then it also has a character that's so fucking real that it's like, yes, this is how I normally feel, but it's like, I want to be both of these people. I want to, like, be free and be happy, and I also, like, know there's a part of me that looks, like, at the world, like, cynically, and it's like, I gotta fucking work this job. I can't just call in sick every day and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, got such a big heaping spoonful of reality and, like fantasy that it's just like yeah that's why i love like home alone and stuff like that and like i mean i prefer home alone that's like my five-star banger but it's like for john hughes it's like no one else writes teens even close to this it's like and or casts them like every level of this movie is done so well that it's like under a four is madness to me yeah, because like the, because like the competition especially in this sub genre of like teen movies it's like every other movie is like there's a lot of stuff that's CW TV show level or worse and it's like this is just like so fucking yeah. perfect that like, yeah 
I'm also in the boat of, like, I don't, like, I own this movie and I'm not, like, oh, I'm watching a movie Friday night, I'll watch Ferris. I'm normally going for, like, a Thomas Crown Affair or a Predator, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, something directed by John McTiernan, <laughs> specifically. But, uh, like, Green movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie <laughs> fucking much. blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> you watched it last week. <laughs> first time well one of my all time favorites but like I feel like normally I'm thinking more like genre movies but watching this it was just a breath of fresh air yeah it could be a five on some days I'm gonna 4.75 let me yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just a point two five off it's like it's it's an A plus it's an, I wouldn't call I wouldn't put it in my like because, like, for me, a perfect movie is a movie that I do, like, think of, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I could watch The Burbs two weeks back-to-back, yeah. whereas, like, Ferris I won't think of, but, like, watching it, it gives me that feeling yeah. of, like, this is perfection. So, like, yeah, it's an true. absolute must-watch. And, like, I feel like if you're someone who buys movies, it's, like, it's almost a must-own because it's, like, we're in the middle era. of a bullshit era <laughs> right now. It's, it's and the like, kind of life-affirming movie you want to show other people that haven't seen it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, you meet someone, you hear they haven't seen it, like, oh, we should watch it together. And then you, you don't watch the movie, you watch them watching it. Yeah. yeah. And, really like, good. we're recording this on March 15th, so we're, like, middle of corona madness. <laughs> and, like, watching this this week especially was just, like, such a good, like wash my soul experience of like I can just feel good about mankind wash your soul then wash your hands then you're good exactly it's like I'm not thinking about people buying all the toilet paper yeah Yeah. but yeah yeah. it's a great movie I mean I and usually when I'm like ratings like stickler styles like I'll rate something and if you think it's higher you're fucking crazy but if you thought this movie was a five I get it I get it Mm -hmm. like I totally understand I wouldn't like argue with you if you thought it was better than I thought because I'm, you know, a bit downy. But, yeah. Robert. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if he thought it was a five, I totally understand. This could have been my five. Like, I get it. Yeah. It's a great movie, and it's fun, and it gets you in that feeling. Like, you don't care about anything. You're just, like, invested in these characters. Yeah. And, and having a good time. Yeah. yeah. It's a great movie. And yeah. it's one of those movies, like, getting older, like, give me an hour, an hour and a half of awesomeness, and pff, that's harder than give me, like, two or three hours, I think. It may in a different way but like you give me an hour and a half and I'm not thinking about the time it's short and sweet and at the end you're like that was great yeah. like, those are the types of movies I love breath so of this, fresh air this yeah. is exactly in that wheelhouse it's yeah. just like short and sweet it's great. right in there with like city slickers and that kind of movie <laughs> yeah. where it's like you're just here to f- feel better about it exactly. it's life. not the kind of movie that like leaves you wanting a sequel or like yeah. I mean it yeah. leaves you wanting more but not like yeah in some cheap yeah, way, you know, leaves you wanting more out of life, not like exactly, you know, it's like, exactly. It's like the movie like fulfills you in a way. Like you yeah. want to go out and be in the sunshine yeah. after you yeah. see this kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like the, all these little points of like, uh, like disturbance, like all these, well, all these things that these characters have that are pissing them off. Like everyone can relate to in some way, and I feel like that's why. So it's just like there's all these weird little cues and like things that you can relate to, regardless if it's exactly like that. Or like, oh, it's like that, but it's a bit different. It's like I feel it's very, very human movies. Like I feel mm-hmm. everyone can watch this and relate to something as crazy or as funny as it is, or as yeah. sad as dark, dark as it is. It's like everyone can can relate yeah. to one thing. From the this. parents to the teachers yeah. to the kids out there, yeah. there's something for them all. And that's yeah. why I think it's like. Uh, 
classic, classic hit. Yeah, classic, only 3.5 hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. That's good. For, yeah, it's a big number for me, I would yeah, say. So. I wanted to do four. Yeah. Gentleman's yeah, four. Gentleman's four. Do you want, have you seen all the Hughes movies? I've seen many of them. I would say most. I have not seen Mr. Mom. Yeah, um, I got to. I love this. Is this, some... like, one of the, is this his, the, one of your favorite Hughes movies? Uh, I'd say it's my favorite Hughes movie, like next to Breakfast yeah. Club. Like Breakfast Club is a close second. Yeah, I I love Breakfast Club. But my girlfriend loves Sixteen Candles. Home Alone and One and Two are just like yeah. That's, yeah, that's my that's, true. that's my yeah. Bible. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, yeah. You can't go wrong with Home Alone. But like written, the, directed, by yeah, Hughes, sometimes like yeah, fully Hughes. Yeah. Like but him even as an like, auteur. I, yeah, I feel like him writing is almost auteur yeah. level because he gets his style across sure. even in like on the page to yeah. the point that it comes across on camera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like real. Christmas Vacation. It's like feels so huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's just there's a huge difference between like some there's real a huge lines. Difference? Huge difference. <laughs> yeah. Between the same things that are real and saying things like, "Oh baby, I don't love you because of the, like this like bad writing and this." There's a fine line. Yeah. They come real close, but like when you nail it and yeah. it's real, and you don't think about it like Hughes style. Just like him, Cameron on. talking about his mom and dad could have been malarkey, but he's like, yeah, he loves the car more than her, yeah. and like, I believe it. Yeah. yeah, and even that's a thing that everyone can relate to in a sense. Like, yeah. there's things. Exactly. Everyone's this movie got it. Hits every kind of pocket. Got like something with. I'm not parents. gonna go full deep. I'm just gonna poke you with this one. Yeah. If you like it, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then like, I'm gonna poke you with this. Yeah, it's it, like it's showing you just enough of like what's yeah. under the surface to get you thinking about yeah. it, but. I mean, Especially we, for like I guess like youth of the like just like kids is like finally yeah. someone's speaking our language. The youth of the nation. <laughs> yeah, we are. We yeah. are. People that are now parents. Yeah. <laughs> People are doing a lot better than we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun employment. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've talked for well over the runtime of the movie at this point, so yeah. we may as well wrap it up. Uh, thank you both for coming out. Thanks thank you very much you'll, for having you'll me. Be, I appreciate it. You'll be back. Oh, you'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> but, another uh, one. Yeah, I'll hand it off to myself for a little outro. Peace out. Bye. Ooh, that'll do it for this week, folks. But next week, Mr. Franchise will return in Flash Gordon. Got a big crew for that one, ending it on a couple classic huge crew long episodes. So, yeah, look forward to that dropping a little later in next week, maybe Saturday, Sunday, depending on uh, how alive I am. But, uh, as for this week's recommendation, if you dig Ferris Bueller, try taking the movie Heart and Souls for a spin. It's a 1993 fantasy romance starring Robert Downey Jr., Kira Sedgwick, wife of the uh, lovely Kevin Bacon, or should I say he's the husband of the lovely Kira Sedgwick, <laughs> it's got Alfre Woodard, Elizabeth Shue, Charles Grodin, and Tom Sizemore, those last four as ghosts who uh, haunt <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. in a pleasant way when he's a kid. Then he's convinced they're not real, but then he becomes a bit of a dickhead in his uh, adulthood. Maybe something happens that causes him to see them all over again. And he gets roped into helping them finish off all their unfinished business so they can go off to heaven. It's a, a bit of a schmaltzy good time. 
Just, uh, yeah, I'd say a solid COVID movie. I've only seen it once, but I remember quite enjoying it. Let me know if you dig it, but yeah, solid gold cast. And directed by Ron Underwood. Couldn't tell you what else he's done. I mean, there's certainly no place on the internet for me to search up such a thing. Oh my god, he directed Tremors, City Slickers, Mighty Joe Young. I mean, you gotta watch it now. <laughs> and with that, I'll bid you adieu. Follow, like, subscribe to things if you so choose. Until next time, folks, peace out. you create great universal characters uh, that are funny and uh, and engaging and, and and touch people you, you'll you you will you make something that will play everywhere